I had a question today at the court case. I wanted oh, to ask. God. I wanted to ask this question to the judge, but she kicked me out of the courtroom. I don't know why. But I wanted to ask her, you know, what would the founding fathers say if they were here today? You know, what would they say if they had to deal with this freedom of speech case? So I built the time machine. I went back, picked up a couple dudes, and I brought them, uh, I brought them to the future, guys. And I asked them, okay? Marty! What would the founding fathers say if they were here today? I'm talking Adams, George, and Jefferson, and that party boy, B. Frank. <laughs> would they support our right to podcast? Or would they help us fight off these attacks? Or would our issues be minuscule because our president is black? <laughs> hey, George. Yes, son. What are your thoughts? Well, if this was 1776, Obama would be sold or shot. No, George. No. <laughs> no, George. Okay? Don't say that shit. You creep. Okay? We live in an era where shit like that gets a president impeached. Hey Jefferson, yes boy, what do you think? Well, I for one will always stand up for freedom of speech. Well, that's good, that's good. And I say we rally all the troops and we ride out to D.C. Jefferson, what are you doing? He'll rule the day that he agreed to be commander and chief. Guys, come on, dude, what the fuck is your problem? Okay, we're not, we're not doing this. We're talking about the podcast. I thought you were better men. Um, Adams, your thoughts actually don't matter. Um, uh, what do you think, Benjamin? I say we tie him to a kite. Nope, no, we're not tying anybody to a kite. We're done. Get back on the time machine. We're going home. You're racist. Welcome to the Alcoholicast. <laughs> <laughs> we are your hosts. To my right is Christoph Smith. <laughs> Christopher Smith. Christoph. That makes him sound so sexy. To Chris's right, we have the doctor. Daddy. And, then, and to, then to my right, we have a very special guest appearance. Uh, say hi to the people real quick. There. Hi. You have to lean, in, lean into the mic a little bit. You have to talk hi. to the mic, not to the air, you silly fuck. I'm sorry, I've never done this before. Mm. One of the few things I haven't. <clears throat> oh, wh- all right. Well, we're going to get to that later about all what? your sluttiness. But while we're here, let's get to the important thing. All right, shout-outs. Chris, you had a shout-out. Shane Wilson, you said? Yep, Shane Wilson. He's a long buddy from Earrington. I want to say I've known him since, like, eighth or grade or so. So we go way back. He hit me up on Facebook letting me know that he watches them all. Or watches them he all. He watches. Listen, listens to everything while he works and whatnot, and that it's good. And it fucking cracks up, so. Match Thank you, Shane. Shane Wilson. Match out to all my family who's actually watch, listening to the podcast that, like, when we post it and whatnot, you know, we posted a lot, and our, our friends don't really listen, so it's really about word of mouth and, like, the whole SoundCloud reach and everything like yeah. that, you know? So it's pretty hard to get a really big fan base. So I'm stoked that people that I actually grew up with and who actually know me are listening to it and they enjoy it. Yeah, I have, Yeah, dude. Really, like, when you share it and actually tell people this is a fun podcast to listen to, like, that means so much. That's how we're going to get any kind of attention at all yeah. is, like Chris said, word of mouth. Uh, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to our boy, Julio, who actually showed up at the court date today, which we're going to talk about later. But um, he showed up fucking 
bright and early to be there. Shout out to you, Julio. You fucking stupid El Salvadorian uh-huh. piece of shit. Um, and I'm going to a second shout out because I can do that because this is our podcast uh-huh. and we have no rules really. But to the fact that Bianca came all the way here from Las Vegas to be here for the court trial. And uh, she's been a huge supporter ever since our very first episode. President shares, of the Vegas Chapter, Has basically. shared, ev- like that's what we talked about just now, is we really need like people to share the podcast and tell other people about it. That's how we're going to get big. And that is what... Fuck, shut up, Bianca, you fucking... <laughs> at, you're such a fag. Anyways, this piece of shit to my right, has shared the podcast every episode, told a bunch of people about it, and got us a bunch more listeners, and I appreciate it. And I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to today's judge. Uh, Wherever you are, (laughs) there you are. Um, Wherever you go, there you are. I'm pretty sure her name was Martha. Yeah, that's why. She looked like a Martha. Martha. Margaret. Martha. Um, Mildred, she did did kick me out of the courtroom, but that's because I was looking hella good in my suit. (laughs) She was having conflicting feelings about which side she wanted to lean towards. So, uh, shout out to the judge. But we had the best looking side, so it didn't matter. I don't know about that other side. That other side looked a little. uh, Let's be fair. Looked a little brown, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Addy's not very brown looking. Let's be fair. Joke. A certain somebody's mom and aunt were looking good. <laughs> oh, how they do? They can get it. <laughs> looking great, and of course they are still wonderful people. I mean, no since what. we're already on it, what happened, dude? What happened? Um, like you also had three sexy ladies oh, on your side. Are we not even oh, allowed yeah. to be doing this? Right I now? had three wildly mediocre ladies. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kidding. Three ladies. Who were the other two? Okay, so we had uh, Bianca there, as well as Susie, who we talked about before, who brought us donuts. Oh, yeah. And, of course, uh, our favorite fan who likes to get punched in the face during sex, Dakota. Oh, duh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it was great, which made me feel amazing that we had anyone show up that wasn't even part of the podcast show up was a really great feeling. (laughs) What's, what's, I didn't even show up. What, what's, I wasn't even there, and you, I do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have work. You have work, so that's. And also, to be fair, you are a total dick. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate you, it. You you look like a criminal, so yeah, we definitely didn't want me there. I'm like, who's this got the fucking beard? Oh, that's the guy. Get the restraining He looks sexist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this entire podcast was bullshit. Thanks for coming to support the podcast, but you look like someone on the lineup, so we might as well put you in the back room, stand in this line. Okay, so let's. Well, I want to say before we even went on our okay. way there, we wake up in the morning. We fucking everyone gets ready. <laughs> we brush our teeth. We, we have some <laughs> toast. Yeah, tell that part. Put a finger in my butt. She like I, I did like I had like I took like I whether she will acknowledge it or not. I told her, call me when you're here and I'll come and pick you up. Shut your stupid face. <laughs> and she got here at about six oh seven a.m. I woke up at 6.35, look at my phone, I see the text that was sent at 6.07 saying, I'm here. And I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you call me? I would have even got you immediately. You're a fucking douche. She's like, I didn't want to I didn't want to wake you. <laughs> well, you like, kind of need to wake I'm you. like, you're a fucking asshole. This is, you're a dick for trying to be polite. You're an asshole. So, anyways, go on with your saying, Stevie. <laughs> so, we're all driving in the car, and on our way in, uh, earlier in the morning, we were messing around with, uh, 
this fucking taser I didn't know the ginger had. What the fuck? Random. Um, but we're driving there and we get we're near the courthouse. She goes, Hey, I can't I can't bring my taser into the courtroom, can I? I was like, No, are you you can't bring any weapons? Are you kidding me? And she goes, Oh, I'm I can't bring my knife either, huh? Like she has a knife in her purse. I was like, What the fuck? That was like after the taser, she still had the question of Wait, is my knife okay? <laughs> so my knife is okay? Like she was still kind of asking. And then as she like pulls out of her purse, Bianca looks at her keys and goes, "Oh, you also can't bring in that mace. That's on your uh, <laughs> that's on your key ring." And she goes, "Okay." She starts taking off, and then I look down. I'm like, "Are those are those brass knuckles?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, I gotta take those off too." I'm like, "What the fuck, dude? You're a fucking animal. <laughs> How many fucking weapons do you need, Bill the Butcher?" <laughs> and then this we get is in, ridiculous. <laughs> we like get, we get in there and it says items you can't bring in, and basically she it had, was all ninja <laughs> weapons. Yeah, the entire almost. list was no nunchaku. No uh, throwing stars, <laughs> there no was... exploding smoke bombs, <laughs> no batarangs, no nunchucks. That was fucking great. No bow or arrow. <laughs> bow dash arrow. Like you would bring either or instead of like together. Like, like you know what I mean? Fucking ridiculous. But then we all went in there and we all got do 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 do. Oh, yeah. And what the, the fuck had to, like, is you do do do? We got beeped on the machine. Yeah, all the beeps. We got all beeps. <laughs> do do do. It sounds like beeps to me. So you, you mean you walked through the metal detector? And it said do do do. We actually all got beeps for our down? shoes. <laughs> That's what's fucked up is we got caught for our, like our shoes was the thing. Well, after we got after we took all of our clothes off, they're all all of our clothes off. Yeah, we took all our clothes off at the courtroom. It's a new thing that they're doing in Reno. Remove whatever. Anyways, uh. As the fans know, the reason we were in court in the fucking first place is because I told on this podcast a few true fucking stories about my relationship with my ex and well, some lady who gives fives. God, who Ms. in the right mind gives fives? Miss Fivers. What Satan. piece of shit? Five skis. Yeah, Satan <laughs> gives out fives. No, Satan's throwing out twenty fivers. He needs I to feel bring. Like Satan would be pretty good. He needs to bring people down. Okay, he needs to bring people down. Satan's there not that. Bad like, where he wouldn't put any effort in. Like that's part of the, the. It's like sure you burn for eternity, but you get twenty fivers. Like that is the pitch to get people down there. I'm pretty positive. Anyway, uh, Miss Fiveski uh, brought me to court Fivesky. saying Fivesky's that and Hutch. Uh, because <laughs> of, <Michael J>. <laughs> because of the fact that we talked about her on the podcast that she felt threatened and. Not only did she want me to stay a hundred yards from her mom's house because. She doesn't have one of her own. But also, she... Afraid for her life. Exactly. She felt threatened, and she, quote, didn't know what we were capable of in person. But at the exact same time, in the same affidavit where she said these fucking falsehoods, she acknowledges the fact that I've never physically hurt her or anyone else in past relationships. In the past... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Things about Never to change, know. homeboy. Never know what the future might hold. Yeah, well, after that year, homeboy, we're coming. But okay, so <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. All right, now allegedly. we're now we're fucked, Chris. <laughs> now the year is up. We are going right back to court, and they're like, "Oh well, this episode, you're bringing... I'm afraid that your friend no, no. is going to do some. Shit. Allegedly, I'm going to do that. Allegedly, I'm not going to really. Allegedly, <laughs> he saved his ass, saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're all, this is gonna, this is a big deal. She's taking me specifically, but also the podcast to court 
and she wants two episodes taken down off our ro- of our roster. And we've said since the beginning, our, our fucking just anger at censorship in general, and we we're like, we're gonna fight this. And I said over, and over I'm gonna fight this. I'm gonna do whatever I can to fight this. And I nope, we, nope, we edited out shit. We got cast like retard no more. Retard <laughs> off the board. Can't say can't say fag. Nope, faggots can't say off Jew. the board. Faggots yep. out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, fucking no more bitches. I I did my preparation. Fucking gay Jew faggots. <laughs> Don't say you are a bunch of gay Jew faggots. Now this is funny because I'm not directing it at towards anybody. Okay, I'm They're just like, saying yeah, words. I'm we just are Jewish. I'm putting and we're sucking together. each other's dicks. <laughs> What's your problem? I don't know. I just no beef here. Couldn't think of an insult. Meat sandwich. Can't <laughs> say gay because it's homophobic and it's insensitive to butt pirates. <laughs> Anyways, I came in. I have uh, I have a timeline where everything happened. When we started dating, um, when I moved her in, when uh, when she fucked up royally, told her to leave my house. When I broke up with her, when she stalked me outside of my workplace, when she issued the warrant. I had all the timeline all set up. I had the exact times in which each like she states that we say her full name throughout the episode. We didn't, and I named the time 38 minutes and 29 seconds in which her last name is named twice, and after I first heard that episode, I asked Stevie to edit that out, which he did. So right there, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like it's it's not even an issue it's anymore. It's twice? Because he's a nice guy. Annie? <laughs> once! I just said once. It sounded like you said twice. Well, you heard no, things. It was twice. One. Anyways, twice. you said twice. Continuing, you said twice. <laughs> Go. Anyways, I had like the fucking point of the matter is like I had a bunch of notes set up of exact times where things were said that disprove all of her claims in her affidavit. I also had some great quotes from fans, and I also <laughs> had a, a specific example of a case that was just the same as this case in which the person who was basically in my position won, and the judge ruled in their favor to defend. Everything I had to say and why this comedy show should not be taken down. Because if we take down one episode because of one person had a grievance, then we have to take on other episodes for other people. Yeah, that was my whole argument and my whole fight. We show up there, we're put into this fucking little tiny room with the judge, and I lay out my portfolio. I got everything set up. I'm ready to talk. And what if this this judge just fucking asks uh she goes she's witnesses first yeah she says is anyone a witness to the actual occurrences um my cousin stevie raises his hand and uh the ex's mom raises her hand they're escorted out of the fucking room I'm like all right, well, like together? Did you get? Did you throw down? Oh, we went together. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. dude. And you put I, in her butt. Let's just say that we thought the, the other side lawyered up because. Yeah. yeah, I first walk in. I first walk in, and like uh, they were escorted in first, um, and uh, the ex was sitting at the table with another person, and I was like. Is this a, does she lawyer up? Is she got a lawyer right now? All right. Looks I'm going to have to kick this lawyer's well, ass, on? Looks like uh, I got to tie my tie a little bit. Looks real like lawyer I'm going to have to go a little fucking ham right now. I'm just going to cap this. I'm just going to cap this. I was like, she? she's a fucking domestic violence advocate. Even though I never, there was no domestic violence in the relationship. There was no evidence of me ever doing this in the past. There's nothing sort of it. But, 
she felt this would probably help her with the judge. Wait, to advocate, I thought it. to advocate was like to, to go for it. Like you advocate for something. I'm speaking for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking for it. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was supporting it. <laughs> She's a messy violence supporter. It's not that bad. She was mouthing off. Um, but anyways, uh, she basically asked about, she's like, so, um, she actually gave a little accent to, uh, the ex's last name and asked her if she wanted, uh, do you wish to extend, uh, their restraining order any longer? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I, I do. And, uh, she looked over at me, she's like, and, uh, Mr. Breno, I understand that you want to, uh, f- basically uh, contest this claim. And uh, I said, actually, Your Honor, I have no problem with the restraining order. If she wants to extend it, as she can extend it as long as she wants. That really doesn't bother me. The reason why I'm here, the reason why I came today is because she asked, she requests in this affidavit that she wants us to take down two episodes of my comedy show, and I can't have that, and I'm fighting that now. Uh, to which the judge responded with a very befuddled look. Yes. Like, wait, what? Wait. No, actually, um, uh, well, when it comes to that, uh, I, there's really no ruling I can make now. I can't really speak to that now. Uh, there's no real problem. All I can really tell you is to be careful going forward. Uh, try to be safe, try to be responsible with the way you tell your stories in the future, but that's it. All I can make a ruling on now is this restraining order, which apparently you have no problem with. And I was like, yeah, I understand. Which you should have had a problem with. That's my whole thing with it. As soon as that was addressed and that wasn't an issue, even though you came prepared for that, I still don't think that it's right that she's able to give you a restraining order when you never showed any signs of violence towards her. Not one time did you lay a hand on her. Sure, you might have raised your voice, but you never hit her. She was living with you. You had all this opportunity. You could have been an abusive guy. She would have taken it and she would have protected you. And and yet you didn't. And yet if... You want to go to, let's say, Aura, and she's there. You can't go. If you're in Aura and she shows up, you have to leave, and that's fucking bullshit. Dude. Actually, what, here's the thing is since there wasn't enough evidence, since in the same affidavit that she requests this restraining order, she acknowledges that I've never physically hurt her or anyone else in my past because there's no evidence against it since the only actual, quote, quote, harassment is just off a comedy show, the judge could only rule that the restraining order wasn't a hundred yards from her, but oh. just from her mom's house. Hey! <laughs> I didn't know that part. A, no, the bottom line is that she wanted a defamation of character suit, but she doesn't have the money to be able to do it. She exactly. She couldn't lawyer up. So and you like, can't do that. I don't even know how she got gas money to make it to the court. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm confused about that one. So she had his family. I mean, family can come up with some gas money for the one van yeah. that they all in her package. Exactly. Give me, give me later <laughs> so me and that's why <laughs> that's why I had no problem with it. And uh, yeah, I was I, yeah. I was still under the impression that we were each going to give our sides of the story, and that's why I had all my notes ready, and I was going to give the entire true story not her fucking version where she 
Yeah, where she makes everything incredibly vague, so she makes herself seem the victim, and she makes herself seem like she's crying, all that bullshit. I was ready for he it all. He thought she was going to cry immediately, and be, he was going to be on the defense. Like, okay, here we go. Cry it up, dude. We've all heard it before. You know what I'm With talking about, fucking drugs? crocodile tears. <laughs> I was ready for it, but it kind of happened. I was, I was, yeah, yeah, like you said, uh, she had. You're like, yeah, that's okay. That's exactly how. That was spot on. That was spot on. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) That's exactly how the plaintiff spoke. Was the plaintiff? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, damn, Addy watched hell of a lot before you went to this. Dunk dunk. I will say the judge saw how prepared I was and was oh, like, it was Ted too. That's what it was. Not a thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, she asked for that, and I was like, yeah, like I said, like that's why I had no problem with the restraining order. And I was ready. I was prepared to give my whole entire story, including how. Uh, like she mentioned the second episode, and the second episode was only reason we talked about her again was because she waited for me outside of the seventh floor of a parking structure for me to get out of work. Yeah, I was not. going to bring that up and say that I'm the one who has a right for a restraining order, but I'm not asking for that. No, I was going to bring that up in the middle of the court, but I just didn't get a chance to. Well, you didn't need to because once you figured out that it wasn't about the podcast, you literally didn't give a shit. And then once Pretty you much. figured out that yeah. it was only a restraining order from her house, then you were just, then it was just like, oh, well, then why this the is fuck a are non-issue to me. I, I wish you would have <laughs> taken taken pictures of your fucking bruised shoulder, though, man. That would have been <laughs> seriously. Anyways, I so so this happens, and so the judge is so like, this isn't an issue actually. She has no way to. To attack you based off your comedy show, and she tells me, as long as you're careful going forward, there's no way that you're in trouble unless she tries really, really hard to try and uh, make a different case against you just for your comedy show. That's a whole different story. Um, but for now, she must watch out. We got paralegals on our side. I know two <laughs> paralegals that were like, if this shit happens, I'm a paralegal. I need free cases. I'm down to do this because it's free speech. And I was like. <laughs> Uh-oh. Bring it on. Uh-oh. Plus, I did all the work for them <laughs> in this <laughs> fucking portfolio. You have to hire a lawyer, hand in the portfolio, and be like, yeah. I want 33% of your 33%. <laughs> like, she, cl- she claims fucking slander, but slander, the definition of slander, That's is it. the action his, or crime portfolio. of making a false spoken statement. But okay. nothing you to said was false. Damaging <laughs> another person's reputation. Nope, nothing I said was false. As like far Chris as said. Nothing damaged this fucking bitch's thing. Like not- nothing was false. It was all true. And I even had a specific case that relates to us. Spe- I fucking got dead on, dude. Okay. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. It has to be right monetary. Now. It has to be. You have. She can't get a job. She can't. Yeah, and no one. Job and that's all. And this, by the way, she couldn't keep a job before him. (laughs) So how the fuck is my little podcast gonna affect the fact you couldn't get or keep a job before? So shut your fucking mouth. If you can't keep a job, how do you expect to keep the one? You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. So like, so so there was this case called. um, She got fired. That's all I know. From the house. (laughs) Benome v. Benome v. Kaysen. Uh, Susan Kaysen is actually the author of a movie 
uh, starring uh, Renona Ryder and uh, uh, Angelina Jolie called Girl Interrupted. Yeah, that was a yeah. great fucking movie. Uh, she wrote yeah. that. Awesome fucking so that's uh, a- Susanna Kaysen wrote that, wrote the book, and then she also wrote a memoir Wait, titled... I apologize. What isn't that like book a nonfiction or whatever? So she went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad. That was just a. That was just you know. Her life story. Yeah, story, yeah. that was not her life story. Oh, okay. That was just a story that she wrote. Oh. Okay. From what I can tell, but she wrote a memoir afterwards titled "The Camera My Mother Gave Me." All right, and in which she recounted in intimate detail her sexual experiences with her live-in at the time boyfriend. He sued for invasion of privacy. The judge dismissed it, saying, quote, In this case, it is critical that Kaysen was not a disinterested third party telling Benome's personal story just in order to develop the themes of her book. Rather, she is telling her own personal story which just so happens to involve Benome in an intimate way. It's exactly what the podcast was. Me telling my own personal story that this person just happened to have a very, very intimate part in, in which she was the bad guy. And I think the biggest problem that she had was her the files. fact that she was oh, the bad guy. <laughs> and herself. she... She couldn't tell. She couldn't see it. She's always had the problem of empathy. She couldn't. Anytime something would happen, she would say, oh, she would justify her actions. But anything you did, it was horrible and evil. You were the bad guy without ever seeing what she did as bad. She lacked all any resemblance of empathy. And that is very indicative of this entire case. Is no, that she couldn't. She had such a hard time. Reflecting on her own actions. Oh, poor me, that, I can't get a job unless be Addie's I'm fault. giving you 25s. Your dick's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback <laughs> <Dang. laughs> Still coming. She couldn't sit there and face the fact that she was the bad guy. This was all her fault. She can't face the fact that she's immature, that she's a child. She needs to grow and learn and change as a human being and become an adult. She can't face that, so she's externalizing the blame and putting it all on me, saying that I'm the bad guy and that I'm evil. This is what I was prepared for to fight. This is what I wanted to say. Never got a chance because the actual fucking thing <laughs> lasted two and a half minutes. Afterwards, we all ended. Two and, and a half the damn, sh- that, you've been promoting this for like three and a half weeks. I was so ready. <laughs> I prepared because I've said my thesis for every episode of this podcast is, quote, be more Batman. And I damn. follow what I, I, I practice what I preach. And I was more Batman. This portfolio is full of shit. Prepared to do all the work to fight this, and I didn't need any of it. Dude, your your court case lasted longer than your fucking patience for oral. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was, but Two minutes, ended, you're done. The get, sheriff, get out of here. I was like, is it? I was like, and I was confused. Like, is is it over? And the sheriff who was there was like, let me escort them out. Escorted them out. They have to escort us out. They took them down the hallway, and then they put us in our own little tiny hallway. And I was, there was about uh, six of us, and I was like. So is is that it? Like, or what's next? You're going to jail, little buddy. <laughs> He's Wait, like, what? oh, it's over. I was like, and we were all kind of confused. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's it? And he goes, 
Well, yeah, like the judge said, dude, she has nothing. He didn't say dude, but he's uh, you Yeah, bro. Addy, Dr. Daddy. <laughs> no, yeah, Dr. Daddy, I'm a fan of the podcast. He, like, he said dude? She said dude. I didn't make that like, up. He's like, dude, he's like, you guys have nothing to worry about. He's like, I looked about this, and he's like, it's fine. Like, So the sheriff was basically saying, like, you guys don't I mean, the judge said nothing. It's nothing. That's not a problem. The judge doesn't see it as anything substantial. You're clear. You guys agreed on the restraining order? Like, the judge asked, he's like, the judge was like, okay, so there's no problem here. Um, you're not contesting their training order? And I was like, yeah, no, no, I don't care. And so she asked um, the ex, uh, so how about a year? Is that enough time, a year? And the ex, like, yeah. pretending to fight back yeah. tears. Yeah, that's okay. Just like that. And the judge was like, oh, all right, this seems like such a waste of my motherfucking time. Don't waste my motherfucking time! Don't waste my motherfucking time! So for everybody that hasn't seen Heat, that's a Heat reference. <laughs> Go watch Heat. Go watch it. It's only three fucking hours long. For everyone who hasn't seen Heat, Go watch Heat. <laughs> no one else was in there but us. We were the only people exactly. in there. Yeah, which is weird. Oh, the whole courtroom? It was, it was a yeah. super small, very intimate and movie. sexual. Yeah, and you were the only ones that got called up? It wasn't like you were in with a bunch of other people and no. they called people? No. no. We were in a lobby fuck? and they, they, the thing is, the way this one was, we were all in a lobby. Yeah, it was and different. They, and the sheriff said, hey, look, hey, man, when it's your turn, I'll call your name and I will escort you in there. I was like, okay, fine. And the, the six of us were outside and we're all joking and laughing and having a good time and like you could see him laughing every now and then hearing what we had to say. Because he's a fan of the podcast. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, what's the podcast called? Can't wait for he this came episode out. to come out though. <laughs> he came out and he was just like, okay, and he said my name and everything and I was like, he's like, alright, so look, you guys are up next, but I want you to sit here and stay here. I'm gonna, she's in the other hall, I'm gonna escort her and her people in first they never let you guys in. I'm like, all right, no problem. And then we do all that. Then it's all over. He's like, yeah, there's nothing left. He's like, so what's going on? I don't even understand. You said the, some comedy show? I don't even get it. And I told him, like, yeah, we have a podcast. It's, you know, it's on it's iTunes. so we, disgusting. We basically just, it's a comedy show. It's like all I did was tell true stories from the relationship. And then my friends made fun of me and her at the same time. And she didn't like it. That's why we're here. And I have all these notes prepared to, to, to discuss why her affidavit is full of shit. God, it's lies. such a cunt. And he's yeah, all, and he, just, he just kind of chuckles. He's like, <laughs> okay, all right, you have no problem here, man. You can leave. And we're like, okay. And we start walking. He's like, actually, wait, you have to sign some papers. But, so stay here, but there's no problem. But you mentally, you can leave. You don't have to worry about this. This is not an issue. So we're sitting in the hallway, and we're laughing and joking. They're down the hallway, and they bring the actual... It's ex- for one more Let's year. Say, and he brought a jacket. He, he was like, I had a jacket with you, right? You yes, a- I found a jacket, a pea coat, which I've seen her wear. And so I saw it. I found it in my room. And I was like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bring it to her. And uh, before any of the talks started, before the actual thing started, when I was going to my seat, I opened up my fucking bag. I took out my portfolio with all my notes. I laid it on my table. Then I grabbed her jacket, walked over to her table, and laid it on the table and was like, no, well, that's yours. And then I walked back to my seat. There's a bomb in it. Um, that's good. <laughs> it was not a good time. Whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, afterwards, Judge the sheriff Judge. asked me, he's like, Is that, was that your or that hers? Like, he's like, yeah, that was her jacket. I found it in my room. Would, and, were you in trouble for doing that? For no. Oh, and he right. was just like, oh, well, okay, I'll, 
I'll oh, bring it to her. I'll bring it to her now. And he brought it to her, and then he came back. He's like, she said it's not hers. And no, I was like, the judge said it was inappropriate that he did that, and that's why. Oh, whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> and that's why you gave it to the bailiff, and then he walked it out to her, and she was like, that's not mine. Uh, and I was like, bullshit. You know which is such a fucking, like, no one else has brought ever a peacoat to my fucking house. I don't know. There's a couple girls in between there. No, let's just <laughs> say. None of which. Obviously, Beyonce. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's just say. Let's just say. None of which had a peacoat. First off, Annie's been banging bitches in the summertime, okay? That ended right around the fucking spring. So, no bitches are wearing peacoats right now. So, if anything, it's hers because the eight months she was here was. Her, That's just not true. That it was literally her just rain three days ago. Guaranteed, dude. That was her <laughs> fucking jacket. Hot rain. Hundred percent. That was her fucking jacket. She was being dumb and just delusional. She's being a cunt. No, I can say it. I don't know. I'm a. She's being a cunt ass bitch. Girl, I'm a. She's a cunt. <laughs> I agree with your first statement she, that you didn't finish. I feel like she was also trying to make him look bad. Like. Pfft. That's not mine. Like it's somebody else's. Fuck no, you. No, fuck you. Because what's you funny is shit. I remember when her when her sister came to pick up the rest of her stuff, and she asked about her cardigan. And I told her she's like, look, I couldn't. I don't know about her cardigan. I couldn't find her. She probably left it at some dude's house. <laughs> and I think that was her retort. Mm. To be honest, but whatever. Whatever. It's over. Water under the bridge because the thing is over. Yeah. She has a one year extension on me coming. Within a hundred yards from her mom's house, which is so fucking easy. <laughs> like, de- all right. And to be honest, she's not gonna be there for a year. She's gonna be in some dude's house. So to like, really, Probably. you Maybe. could still get over there and be like, "Bitch, I'll kill you," and no, not I'll, even be invited. Allegedly, ending that out. High five for saying the real thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, if he, if Adney was this I fucking mean guy, Chris doesn't go hang out, out with her I amazing do, mom. I'm gonna get jumped. <laughs> Nah, you'd be alright. Teach you no, some BJJ. Get, you can teach you some boxing. I'm gonna go have I'm gonna go have some. Dude, just have mace like her. I can drop one of those letters and just give out 25ers and not get jumped. You know there what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> teach you some BJ. Yeah. <laughs> just like, be like, I'll suck your dick. I'm gonna go over there and <laughs> hang out with you. No, I'm mom. just joking. I'm, I'll be fine. I'll be completely fine. We'll be fine. Anyways, so basically, we built it up, but it was fucking nothing. It was such an anticlimactic finish. The build up was fun, though. Anyways, so that's enough of that bullshit um we wanted to talk more about the we were planning on having a large discussion about it but it's not an issue so we're gonna go ahead and move on to something we could all four of us talk about in a fun way our best one night stands do you want you should start because you're always the guy that ends the movie talk because you're always like the best with the movie talk and i'm the one that comes in with the sex shit I'm coming back strong. Chris, you have a good one. I got a pretty decent one actually. Yeah, I can't it's wait. All right. It's alright. Okay, so uh, I get. Okay, so he said start with my. I'm gonna take a shot real quick. Okay, take your shot. How uh, is yours? Pretty juicy. Or is it gonna be like me? She told me one that she was thinking about using. Pretty good. So I'm assuming her one that she did choose is good. It's alright. I also not as high as mine. <laughs> probably not. He just, you guys all made it's all right. Shh, it's all right. Shh. Go ahead. She had a one night stand. She had a one night stand with five dudes at once. Nice. High five. High five. High five. We're obviously we gave four high fives today. Peeking, peeking, peeking. No, I'm away from the mic, so it's not peeking. I did not have that. Peeking. What the fuck? 
She's denying we made, it. We made the joke about like, man, it's funny because now when we tell inside jokes like around people that listen, they get the inside jokes. And I was like, man, Adney, we're not smashing muffins anymore. <laughs> and I was eating a muffin, but it's the Bilber joke, I dude. Was it was a muffin. He made it like, okay, so he was making. It's so intricate. It's hard. Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because the people have to know the bird joke. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's yeah. an inside yeah. joke he was making about the fact that our inside jokes are no longer inside <laughs> jokes. But he was making an inside joke about the fact that inside jokes are now outside jokes while doing a meta joke about the inside joke because he was eating a muffin while telling that joke. <laughs> and there were so many hacks. I have and it worked. <laughs> that's what's important is anyone could do a crazy thing, but the fact that it worked and it was brilliant and I think I'm going to nominate best joke of 2016 <laughs> this joke I, right. Chris I wish you could have been there I wish I would recorded this joke was fucking immaculate it was beautiful it was it was the winter soldier of jokes <laughs> no it was actually the civil war of jokes because so many things built up to it and it ended in a great crescendo oh, it was amazing dude right. foreshadow perfect joke that ever happened dude Fucking eaten oh blueberry muffin. <laughs> Sorry, grabbing right, You can go first. I'll go second. But no, no, no go first so we can. You, you, gonna no, do and first. you guys can all make fun of me about this. It's not even fucking. I don't even give a fuck. You gotta tell a story. Yeah, it's we all know you got ran on train on by yeah. five dudes. <laughs> And just the next no, train is going to be with us three. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is the listeners are really going to believe me that she got a train <laughs> on her. Shout out to everybody at Walgreens. <laughs> so, Bianca, uh, do you oh, remember? The Walgreens team. Bianca, Bianca, do you remember at least three names? <laughs> <laughs> How I'm big kidding. were they and what color? Uh, do you want <laughs> length, not height? Like, length, or do you want? I want this each individual I want, listed. I want length, not I height. I want scroll. I got to scroll, honey. I want like, weight, I know. length, girth, length, girth, color, not height. I don't name. Okay, height, weight. One night stand. Action. One. You gotta give it like it's a story, so it's like okay, you're telling. So, no, I understand. I thought you're telling when your parents. I was parents. seventeen. I when I first moved to Vegas. Seventeen. Uh, I don't know if we should get into the underage stuff. Hey, no, allegedly, <laughs> she was 17. Allegedly. is the age of consent in Nevada. Oh, yeah, you're right. Money, so not allegedly. Two story. <laughs> not allegedly. Two story. I already graduated high school. I already graduated high school, so I was 17, and I came out. Met a of the closet? He ended up being a porn star. What? Wait, what? And Wait, before or after? No, when I first met him, he was so sweet and so nice, and he cooked me dinner all the time. You didn't answer the like, question. Wait, he became a porn star after you had he sex? He had porn before no, sex? No, before. What? And, I was like, and oh during, And oh my huh? God. And I was like, and we had great sex. No. Did you know like, before the one night stand that he was a porn star? That this is, I'm getting the story, so. So, so she like, didn't I'm, know. I'm giving it all up. He's like, I'm only going to have sex with other people. For money, that's it. I'm like, okay. A prostitute? <laughs> it's not prostitution. Not it's... prostitution if it's filmed, Adney. Everybody knows this rule. You just <laughs> said he. I thought she said he quit. He said I'm quitting. No, I'm quitting having sex with other people except for you. Oh. Unless it's on camera for money. 
So I'm only going to have sex with you, Bianca. Hold on. And all my co-stars. How is this a one-night stand? This sounds like you were like... Yeah, no, it gets to a picture. So I'm like, all right, awesome. So then we have... Okay, George Martin. No, it's one-night stand. When is winter coming? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. So... We're yeah, we're gonna drag this on and make you ten. I'm not, it's gonna take God, eight, you're making me feel horrible. It's gonna myself. take forty five no, minutes to tell you, this you, eight minutes. You story. listen to the podcast, you know we make jokes, you have to just do I'm gonna it. stall you all night, pimp. pimp. All right. Seven books later, twenty year, twenty eight years. <laughs> no, he you is gonna come. Let me get that. So it doesn't matter. You don't have a story. So whatever. So that's what Nicholas says, he's like, oh, I'm only going to have sex with you other than when I'm making Have you had sex with him up to this point yet? Yeah. Okay, your story doesn't matter. Next. Wait, no, it's a one-night stand. Here's the thing, though. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, She told me this before, which is why I was like, it's actually okay. She's never actually had a a legitimate one-night stand. It started out as a one-night stand of, oh, we're going to fuck once. And then a while later, it always turned no, into something it, else. It, it, it full, so it, it goes back full circle. Just give me like five fucking seconds. Okay, that's what he said. So tell the story. Okay, so then we end up dating and all that bullshit, and then I end up at a party, bring my best friend over there, finally one night, and he's like, "Oh yeah, my boyfriend's having no, now it's all fucked up, but." Yeah, no, but I, I'm going to go look for him and see what's going on. He's in bed with two girls. He's like, baby, it's okay. He's like, I know that you just wanted this, but he's like, these two girls want this too. He's like, we'll be together. And I was like, wait, wait, hold no. on. This guy is a legend. <laughs> wait, I'm confused. Yeah. He was having a three-way with two okay. slutty cunts. Okay. And then this cunt showed up, Bianca, and she was like, what about my cunt? And he's like, but I already have two cunts <laughs> because... I'm a fucking legend. <laughs> Your cunt can wait. Right? Oh, no. He wanted us all to be together. What a fucking <laughs> legend! <laughs> Thank you for extending his legacy. Teach, <laughs> yeah, teach but me. There's something teach me. Okay, come on. Go on. But it doesn't matter. So I go. I end up at this bar. I'm 17 years old. And at this bar, my best friend's dad's person owned. And yeah, I'm drinking and I drink free drinks and all this bullshit and I have three guys that want to know sorry all about my story and I'm telling them all this and one guy comes up and there's like you just want to play pool with me and I'm like okay I want to play pool with you and he plays pool with me one time and I end up oh, fucking yeah. him in the back of my play pool huh yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, he played pool with me, and then he played pool with me again. So then we go, and we go to. That could have been a better joke. <laughs> no, we go to a. Cue balled me. I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you get the corner pocket <laughs> or what? <laughs> so Sunk all eight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sunk all eight. <laughs> we hit a. Did he scratch? To... <laughs> Bam! <laughs> His friends. Apartment Eight ball boat. <laughs> Can I put it in your corner pocket? <laughs> I already made that joke. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. His friend's apartment complex, and they're all like hoisting me over, all naked and drunk, because I'm like, whatever. Hoisting for the me guy, over where? For the five guy gangbang that I talked about a minute ago. <laughs> Not a four gangbang. 
But One no, at a time, we ended up going there. And so we all end up just in there in the pool and stuff. And then we go back to Perry's house. And. <laughs> Perry. Yeah, I can talk about Perry. We're not going to talk about Matthew Perry right okay, now. Let's continue. You go back to the house. Yeah, I've been drunk all night long. I found my boyfriend in bed with two girls. I obviously got fucking naked as fuck. In the pool? No, hoisting oh, okay. over everything. What does that mean, hoisting over everything? Yeah, they hoisted me over it. Crowd surfing. Oh. At the bar? I fucked my... I fucked this dude in the back of my friend's car and had him hoist me over naked to go be naked in a pool. Oh, like hoist you fence. over the fence. So you naked. crowd surfed into a pool. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, you could have told the story a lot better. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's so, a lot more other details. I'm going to tell you right now. So my name is Bianca. And what happened to me, Bianca, was I found my porn star boyfriend was railing out two cunts in a bed, invited me. I said, fuck no, I can get my own giant dicks. I went off. I found one, brought him into my my girl's car, gave him the business. We both had some business. And then I came out victorious and said, I am a golden god! Witness me! <laughs> With which case, I got crowd surfed all the way to a swimming pool. And pick up the story. And then went back to said Perry's friend's house. And his roommates fucking hated him. Hated his life, like wanted to stab him. That's how I met him. He hired my best friend as the stripper and was like, they broke his nose twice in one night. Yeah, that's a whole what the fuck? other fucking story. So these dudes were like, no, this girl can't fucking be sitting here, laying here, like all drunk and asleep. Which I was. And then? <laughs> and then that dude vouched my honor for... Vouched for your honor? Yeah, for 10 minutes. And 10 minutes. knocked those dudes out, and then... So there was a fight that happened. Your porn star boyfriend had sex with two chicks and you went naked into a swimming pool. That's that's a story. That's no, but with this other dude that ended up vouching for my honor. And, and then, then he, yeah, he fucked those dudes up over me. And I'm like, all right. Did you have sex with him because of that? <laughs> that was, I had sex with him before. Okay, that's that He's the guy that gave her the business in the car. When he found out she was being disrespected, he, Sir Arthur, deigned it. And fucked up all these other niggas. Shout out to the foreshadowing of t- today. Because I'm the king of foreshadows. So the audience knows this. I'm the Arthur Dane of foreshadows. <laughs> I'm the Sir Arthur Dane. Anyways. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Anyways. No, because it's not that fucking funny. You didn't laugh. No, it's... Uh, oh, well. You want to talk about... You want to make criticisms right now? <laughs> Miss the worst at storytelling? It's not that bad. You you had the worst third act of a story. I'm sorry, I'm not Where's like you guys that practice it all the fucking no, time. No, we don't practice anything. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm naturally the greatest podcaster of all time. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to high five all three of you guys because you guys are the awesomest. Dude, podcaster. don't be nice to us right now. Seriously, this is not the time to be nice. <laughs> this is not the time to be nice. This is the time where you talk a lot of shit. Talk shit. I'm talking shit to you. You need to talk it back. But I'm just really nice person. <laughs> God, I fucking hate you. Anyways, on to my we're editing all that. Break this off against my head. We're editing you out. <laughs> Anyways, back to my we're gonna go to my story. 
<laughs> Just kidding, Bianca. I love you so much. <laughs> oh, you love you so much that later on, it's getting damn. You getting it. Chris, stop making advances. From a three way. <laughs> yeah, that's all I ever He's wanted. Every time. Obviously. Obviously. I get a three-way from this fucking podcast. Four, I, I don't want that. I uh, do. I. Who else? I do not want that. I do not want to see Chris's bearded balls. <laughs> Adney's lying. Shit, just like his him. face. The whole time. <laughs> Adney's lying. <laughs> yeah, I already seen him. The top, the, Chris, Chris's the top of Chris's fucking uh, nutsack is all shaved. His dick shaft is shaved, but his balls just have this beautiful hair hanging down. He curls it. It's pretty uh, sweet. It's really nice. He, Dr. Coffee shave butter. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, podcasters. No, I didn't really come out here. Podcasters, we're sorry her story was anticlimactic. Sorry she didn't come out here to have sex, but it Here's the thing is, it's a great fucking story. It is a great story. It's just that we should have rehearsed it when we were drinking before the podcast <laughs> so that you could have delivered it with fucking the utmost impact. And it's, I don't needs, think I need to give it with Your story impact. needs to be a giant, metaphorical, three-foot dick <laughs> that destroys the audience's yeah, ear pussies. Yeah, but I have a vagina, so I don't think it really matters. Like, Well, your vagina needs to envelop the audience. Your vagina needs to be Change a their lives dick. and spit yeah, them back out like the trash they are. are. me with myself, so, I mean... Well, we can do that. We did that last week. We could do a video, <laughs> we could do a video podcast with that. <laughs> First no, video podcast. Video, like you hear it here first, folks. A future video cast all about Bianca doing things to herself. <laughs> Pretty much is That's what I do all the time. Um, Guaranteed. <laughs> I just got a verbal contract. Shout out to the Bonnie situation. Uh, uh, Adney, you got love you, Bonnie, so much. You're a great person, and I can't wait for you to come up. You should be and here, touch Bonnie, Chris's penis. right now. You should have been here this morning to be in the court case with us for two minutes. She had a good reason not to, so I completely understand. But I, I feel she's been nonstop supportive, and oh, I love how supportive definitely. she's been. She's extremely She's supportive. a great friend. It's great crazy. Friend. Why is it the biggest supporters are women? All of our main supporters are all women. It's fucking crazy. We seem super misogynistic. Girls shouldn't like us. Not at all. No, Stop liking like, Maybe that's not. why, because assholes finish first. Shout out That's to true. two weeks ago with my fucking book suggestion. Like, <laughs> seriously, guys, guys, like, I hear always hear guys talking about how girls only want to date assholes. I'm genuinely nice, and they never want to date me. First off, you're not genuinely nice if you're expecting a date in return. That's not genuinely nice. That's being nice with the expectation of getting something in return. So yeah. it's conditional niceness. So right there, you're full of shit. Secondly, if all the assholes are getting girls, then be an asshole it's so easy to be an asshole here watch i'll show you hey bianca you're a fucking piece of shit and you don't mean much to me as a man i don't care about women you see what you know was and just do that to a girl that you're really into and now she just took her pants off oh my god oh and she's now going down oh she did yeah. it <laughs> Beautiful sounds. Um, but that I was, wasn't I, like it didn't work on Bianca because she knows I was doing a trick. But for regular, she made the girls, noise herself. That's kind. Of... Hmm. I love the podcast, so. <laughs>
the podcast. How much she loves the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I will anyway, say, but so your thing guys. about assholes, hey, you're a good person because you fear damnation. I'm a good person without obligation. It's the same thing. Oh. Uh, like, you're not obligated to be, a, or you're not obligated really to rhyme. be, you know, I didn't make that up. It was some, it was a quote, but yeah, it's the same it's thing. still good. It's like you, you're being a good person because you're like, you want something Change out of it. Shirt again? Uh, yeah, well, I washed my clothes. It was all dirty clothes that I was wearing. Anyways, my one night stand, um, I've I've had actually like to be honest I've not had that many on night stands, but um, when I was thinking of this subject, I thought of one in particular that I thought was really fun. Uh, it happened when I was sixteen years old. I know, long time ago, nine pretty, years ago. It's a pretty young age to get a one night stand. Mine's a sixteen lie. too. Nine years. Mine ago. was at fucking twenty two. But go ahead. Well, I got all, most of my one night stands when I was when we were partying at teenage as teenagers in the scene, quote unquote. So that's like when he was in whores. the scene. God, I wish I had those pictures still. So. Oh man, I have. She knew Adam when Adam was just when the, the baby shark. Yeah, no, Bianca. I know both of you. Yeah, Bianca. <laughs> you knew Adam. Oh, she knew Adam. <laughs> Kidding. No. Anyways, wonder where she rates on the scale. <laughs> I'll ask him. <laughs> No, <laughs> you have no asking. <laughs> that was a joke, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, just let you. Know. Oh God, how, how where do I begin? Okay, so sixteen years <laughs> You're old. Like your grandpa telling an old war story. Where do I begin? Sit up close. Come here. Let me tell you about the twenty fivers I got when I was your age. Let me tell you a thing or two Cobble about a thing or two. Than you're doing. Oh, it's hard to know where to start. I didn't think this story completely through. All I knew was this would probably be fun to talk because it was it was quintessentially a one night stand. I had only been single for a sh- few weeks at this point. I had recently started boxing, and um. Couple of friends of mine who started who decided to start training with me um, lived next to a particular woman who was fucking incredibly hot. Um, she didn't have like like she had like a, a really nice body, not skinny, but a little bit like uh, cur- she was very curvy. Curvy. She had a not thick. Great, Chris. yeah. <laughs> Not thick. Uh, she was very curvy. Whatever. She had great. Guys' terms and my terms different. So. <laughs> no, she had great breasts and a great ass. That's she, her her boobs. For. Her boobs were uh her her boobs were really small, but um didn't care. I'm an um, ass man, like Chris. We, I'm, I, I like yeah. small boobs are okay, but Chris, it's all about that ass, my boy. This oh wow, oh god, Chris, oh, you're gonna love this one. It. Her hips. Chris, getting close to Abby. <laughs> Chris, yeah, stop her hips me and looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine uh, that uh, that Russian model that I showed you, uh, oh, Iskra something. Iskra. Dude, she's uh, there's a subreddit called Thick, and she's like the queen of the thick for subreddit or whatever. So my fucking term still does. It's just my terms don't. She's compute. not thick. She I is know, not my thick. My terms don't compute. That's curvy. <sighs> like people don't know shit. That is just curvy. She's not. I think thick. people compare their own body size to these certain things. They like yeah. They adjust it to make themselves seem a certain title, so they don't have a. Bait. They don't have a really good scale. Just know if but you got a little bit of Iskra is curvy and you got junk in the trunk, you can get it. Iskra is just like <laughs> you can wow. Get it. You Anyways, get it. so imagine that. Okay. Okay. That's mother so of two. Oh, what? Iskra is the mother of two right now. Oh, she lives next to my boys. Now one of these boys. Do you remember her name? Real name? I do, but I'm of course I'm not gonna say Shut it. Up. 
this year? She's still alive? I was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to Facebook her so I can see the real thing. I was 16. Anyways, real deal. Go ahead. We meet this girl, and my friend's like, oh, my God. And I have I, All my friends were a lot older than me, and they were trying for days to hit on her, hit on her. And I would hear and there, be like, oh, my God, and talk to her, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And oh, then, you're kind of um, putting groundwork, sounds like. She <laughs> knew you, and you, it's like you weren't yes. you weren't going for the kill. You were kind of just talking. Like, she, oh, but she, like, very, very barely knew who I was. And just here and there, I would hear something about me, hear something about me, hear something about me. One day, like, she goes and gets booze, and we're all drinking together. Like, everyone's getting fucking wasted. Her kids are not at the house. We're fucking smashed and all this stuff. And um, she was 28 at the time. I was 16. Damn. Uh, we're drinking. We're having a great fucking time. 12 years. That's essentially rape. But go ahead. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Which is why her name is not right. being said. <laughs> we're going to call her Jane Seymour. <laughs> so anyways, Jane Seymour. Allegedly rape. The legendary cougar. Uh, <laughs> from Wedding Crashers. Right. No, that's why I did that. I got it. I'm great at naming things. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I remember getting a message from an ex- like this was on MySpace days, oh, and then like I showed it to uh, this to Jane Seymour, and I was like, "This is going on," and she was all sympathetic and all this bullshit. We got drunker and drunker. Next thing you know, it's only me, her, and one of my friends. One of my friends, of course, is several years older than me, and he really wants to fuck Jane Seymour, but it's not gonna happen <laughs> because. <laughs> But I ended up saying, like, I'm about to pass out, and then I actually went into her room, passed out on her bed by myself. Just passed out on her bed. She kicks everyone out of the house. She's alone in the house, besides me. Kicked her kids out, too, which is weird. Her kids weren't there. Get your own fucking apple juice. She (laughs) (laughs) I'm not hungry! (laughs) If I had to deal with that, oh my god, at 16... (laughs) <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, she comes in the room. She sees me passed out, and she just like, all right. Oh, and then she's about l- to get it. She so, l- hold on. Not only are you 12 years younger than her, she kicks everyone out of her house, locks the door, and then proceeds to pretty much molest you while you're sleeping. Nope. She doesn't molest me while I'm sleeping. Oh, you woke up. What she, <laughs> <laughs> what she does is... Lays down next to me, and of course, that just that you know, I could feel that, and I wake up a little bit. And she gives me like a quick little hey, like hey, laying hey, on her back, looks hey, over at me, hey, hey, Annie. and I was like, and then like I lean, I roll over a little bit, and then like I, I hug her, like I just give her a hug, and then I r- turn back around the other way, so I'm facing away from her, and I like act like I'm going back to sleep. And she goes, aw. <laughs> Swear to God. And then she grabs me by the shoulder, Christmas. Pulls me back around. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> oh, just like it was yesterday. We start making out. Oh. Ooh. Quick. Making it out. Start going along. And then, so I was like, all right, this is going to happen. Then this is gonna happen. So I fucking mount her a little bit, and I start like kissing her neck and like her chest, all that kind of I stuff. I tell him, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, she goes, 
what? Wow, you actually know what you're doing. Like, she was surprised because I was six fucking teen. Yeah. And I went down on her for a minute. You didn't know what you were doing then. Though. Nope. <laughs> hey, it's all about that. Still don't know what I'm doing. I oh, just, it's still hard. I'm just really it's good at guessing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that works. Anyways, get her nice and going. And then just so luckily for me, for your Dr. Dadney, I had a condom um, uh, oh, whipped that motherfucker on uh, real what? quick while I was eating. What is eat- that? <laughs> yeah, what I honestly do not know what that is. What em? <laughs> it's First like, condom I used was with an escort. It's like Only this, condom I've ever used. It's I used this was protective <laughs> blanket shield you put over your dick to make sex not feel good. Oh, like, oh okay. Like cap well, shield. Why would you do that? Like cap shield? <laughs> like that? It, yeah, it's just like oh, yeah. vibranium. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just like... Shit bounces off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bonnie uses a vibranium. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a, a vibrator man. sort of thing. Whatever. Chris, quick, quick, quick. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. I can listen to it and I know no, no, if it's no, on the mic, bitch. but you're doing like whatever noise is going on. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> you hear that? Go to work. Throw the legs over my shoulders, get deep in. I mean, you know when you're young and you're just like, I'm gonna do it as hard as I can, and that's probably a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah. As hard and fast as I, I did. Still, I, I fucked the same way as I did when I was a teen. But it was. He's like, and she knew enough. She like was rubbing her clit, and uh, that helped me out a lot. Yeah. You, <laughs> I just want to show it to him. This is what a clit is. This is what you do, and I was like, I remember watching like. I'm going to do that. He's like, oh, I thought it was a myth. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, she actually did finish, and I was really proud of myself. And um, what was funny was after that, uh, it was was a great fucking night. We passed out on each other, drooling all over each other, all that kind of thing. And then uh, next day, her kids came home. And the boys from next door were there as well, and they were knocking on the door, and she went to go open it, and they tr- and uh, I was still passed out, and one of my boys came into her room, opened up the door to her room, and woke me up. You did it, didn't you, motherfucker? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Nothing happened. He's all, really? There's a condom wrapper right there. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. You caught me. <laughs> you caught the tater. <laughs> caught the but uh, like, yeah, her ex ended up coming back, and then oh, they got bummer. together. But that's why it was a one night stand. And uh, but that is one of my favorite uh, ex- instances of a one night fuck fest. That was a good one. Thank you very much. So mine happened. Uh, I was 16 years old as well. I had uh, my friend Adam with me. 16. I had. Yeah, crazy. Well, it's it's cool. It's this just when it. Well, matters. I just wasn't getting laid that no, much at sixteen. That's I, all. That's those are my most getting laid that's days. That's crazy. When I was fourteen, like between like eighteen to twenty. Fourteen to eighteen were my most getting laid days. Hmm. Fucking weird, right? Super weird. Well, I now junior senior well, year. Chris, bro. now I'm all about emotional connections. So <laughs> I don't get a lot of one night stands <laughs> anymore, Chris. It's a little bit different now. I can't <laughs> fuck with a bitch. That's <laughs> an emotional connection. God damn, man. That's so gangster. 
That wasn't very Batman of you. I can't fuck with a bitch unless it's, that's a very actually Batman <laughs> because Batman doesn't fuck only with bitches. fucks <laughs> with bitches like Catwoman, Talia Al Ghul, sluts like that. Sluts like that. Bitches like. <laughs> oh, so, the top's a girl like. So I'm, like that. I'm the most Batman. <laughs> Have you seen my portfolio, Chris? <laughs> I am the so Batman. And Batman fucks the bitches with Batman's side with characters. Certain bitches. Ro- most Robins are bitches. Who are worthy. <laughs> oh, to quote Odin off. <laughs> okay. So there was a group of us. Adney, Adam, myself, Kenny, I believe Kenny, and uh, I think one other person, maybe the person that woke up Adney. I can't remember who, but we were all, we were, it was the summer after our freshman year. Um, we all basically, our friend was a senior. He was graduating when we, or he was a senior when we were freshmen. So we got to meet all these seniors. Adney and I got pretty fucking lucky. Uh, his sister, Adney's sister as well was a senior. We built up huge friendship, went to all these crazy parties and were involved with like all these older cats in school because of the fact that we had connections with the other, um, you know, with the older people that were seniors. So we were lucky fucking freshmen. Plus our personalities kind of helped us out. So it was the summer yeah. after night. Don't grade. sell a shot. We were great at Short. podcasting back then. Yeah, yeah. We were still podcasting on our own time. Between each other. We do uh, the exact same thing now. Telling stupid stories. Making ourselves look like morons. But really, you were making the stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah somewhere. <laughs> I am still making stories, Chris. Oh, we're um, trying. So I believe it was a... I, I got was some a, things I could tell you. <laughs> so this was a sort of... Gra- I Shout think out it was to like, Susie. <laughs> it was a summer, almost like mid... Graduation party it was like everyone graduated, but they just get together randomly for like summer parties. We got we got lucky. We got invited from a bunch of people. We all showed up. Okay, the house is huge. It's a fucking basically mansion. Same thing, huge fucking house. There's hella people, but no one's doing anything. As soon as you walk in, it's like the double staircase that goes that wraps around the house. Like right when you walk in, it's the double staircase that wraps around. Person that owns the house, some little Asian chick, comes out. Hi, guys. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. There's some people up the stairs. But there's, like, low music. No one's partying, really. And there's... Is it packed? It's kind of packed. It's, it was, like, right in that, like that right yeah, middle right in time. Yeah, mid-packed, yeah. No one's doing anything. And we're like, what the fuck? So you need to get the party started. Exactly. Who did so, it? So, mm-hmm. Yes, Adam and I. I know. Adam and I, motherfucker, 16. <laughs> We're 16 years old. No, so it might have been you. I think it was the summer after sophomore year. Oh, okay. I, I think That's it more was... along the lines of when I lost my virginity. That's okay. I, I now think, now yeah. I can start fucking with you so, guys. So, you know what? My bad. I was wrong. I believe it was the summer after sophomore year. So... We all fucking go inside this house. We, you know, hello, how's it going? We, we're walking around the house, and there's a bunch of chicks. There's people talking. No one's fucking dancing. There's music on. Then finally, Adam and I, of course, get oh, wasted. Oh, you guys get, you guys probably put on that sceny weenie music. That was like nope, the time. No, nope, no, nope. no. We were, dude, we were listening to some shit of like fucking uh, classic rock from the window. Oh, nice. To the world. Hey, to hey, the world. hey. hey. Uh, all like, these bitches, bro. Dude, no, we would put on... Dude, no, I've that was the party kids. song. I've That's seen, still dude, the party song. I've seen kids we would, on our own time... Okay, that song music. holds up. Yeah, it holds <laughs> up. <laughs> still does. He says, like, five fucking words. Still, oh, my God. So still funny. does. If I hear that shit now at a party and I'm drunk, 
I'm getting it yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Get it, yeah. get it on the phone. Get it, get it on the phone. Dude, I will get it on the phone with that song. But th- exactly, dude, Adam had this CD where he'd bring to certain parties and stuff like that where we would, Adam would be like, look at me. We'd go do some drugs in the bathroom. And Adam would be like, you want to get the party started? And I'm like, all right. So he'd grab a CD or whatever. We did this at plenty of parties. Put it on. And then we got the fucking party started dancing, all this shit. But this kind of what happened at this party. So we were in a circle, all of us friends. Um, and he starts flirting with this chick from school who didn't really know. He disappears. Later on in the story, he probably doesn't remember this, but I went I outside, like, past the pool area. There's, like, a little pool area. This happened around. way too many times. Walked around the pool area. There was, like, a, a gazebo. It was, like, a gazebo type area. Oh, the gazebo! You don't remember. <laughs> there was a little hill right there, and this was some Indian chick. She was blowing at me. He doesn't. I, I told him oh, this. Oh yeah! <laughs> you remember this? No, <laughs> dude. This and we woke up hell early in the morning. Like it's like sun's coming up, and we like walk to the store. And we sit on the fucking steps of like Safeway, and Grandpa picked Fuck us up. Yeah, dude. Your box. Fuck yeah. Box. Dude. <laughs> it's because he's eating. All right, but dude, do you remember this now? Because I'm trying to tell you the story. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure that that she even had like the uh, the dot third eye dot. Yeah. But she was down for Dadney. I remember walking behind, like, I think, like, all of us were going outside for a minute and, like, walked around the pool. And then you, like, look, like, Adney is catty-cornered us, so to the left. And I look down the hill, and you see a head. And then Adney, like, leans his head back, and he, he's, like, does the, get the fuck out of here. Like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> go away. Like, I'm getting fucking, I'm trying to solve fucking racism right now by letting an Indian woman blow me. <laughs> Middle Eastern. <laughs> it was after 9-11, too. <laughs> she's like, no one's going to let me blow them. And Adam's like, don't worry, baby girl. I trust you. <laughs> and then she's like, I'll hog bar. Boom. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyways, boom in the mouth, <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> boom in the back of her throat. Name of the podcast, Allah Akbar, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we go back in the house and. Uh, we all start gathering in a circle, and Adam and I always would do this thing. Like, we were fucking, uh, like, we were wingmen for ourselves. Like, Adam always got, like, a lot more pussy, obviously. But um, we were wingmen up by telling crazy stories and kind of, like, trying to bring the circle around us. Being, and I'm already loud, so I'm, I'm already, like, feeding off of energy and trying to get people to come near us. Like, you know, people hear you being loud, and they're like, oh, let's, what's going on over there? Adam's outside. Um, so Adam and I fucking get the circle going and we start talking about sex stories. Adam's sitting on the countertop. I'm standing next to him. We're going back and forth, talking shit, telling crazy sex stories. And people start to listen. Crowds start building around us a little bit. Then there's some chicks. There's like a group of five of them. And they start talking to us. And after we're done telling our sex stories, Adam's, Adam, obviously, he's, I'm good with, which I've discussed, um, you know, making jokes with the friends and then having people come around and listen. But Adam's good with just walking up to a girl yep. and being able to converse yep. and be like, bam, what's up, baby girl? He's very charismatic. You want this? Man. And she's like, yes, I do. He like, you know, he knows what to do. But he knew what so, to do with shark teeth. Oh, And then he dude. got those, those fucking beautiful hey, mouths. He asked us very specifically not to, <laughs> not to say that. Oh, really? So don't talk about my fucking teeth, you Why? guys. I don't understand. Whatever, he's our friend, but I I talk about fucking my dick and everything else on here. If you're my friend, you're going to have to... I talk about my dick's bow tie. You're going to have to fucking, <laughs> you know, get over it. No, I just, exactly. I, what, what's the point on purchasing something like that if you don't want to show it off? He just doesn't want people to know that he purchased it. So those are natural. Well, they don't look natural. So if you look at him, you're going to know that those aren't his natural teeth. Because they're not natural, it doesn't make him any less attractive. Exactly. exactly. I don't understand no that No one's going to be like, oh, you have fake teeth? Yeah, oh my exactly. God. That's not, not like how it works. Dentures. Yeah. He, makes, he makes it seem like 
Fake teeth have a stigma, okay? It's not dangerous, okay? It's, you got your teeth fucking fixed. I got my teeth fixed. I had 11 cavities. My teeth were fucked up because my parents did not give a fuck about my oral hygiene. $4,100 I spent on my teeth. They're not the best, but tell you what, it's the greatest money I've ever spent. I'm Dude, proud. I, I, would, I am proud to say. I would get say, Adam's grill tomorrow yeah, and be too. flaunting it like, look at these fake bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud to say that I got my teeth fucking fixed, and most of this is fucking fake. It's reconstructive, and it's best money I ever spent. Yeah. I will not hide that. I'm very proud of that. All right, go ahead. Sorry. But so we start talking. It goes out and brings him over. We're fucking conversing. We start putting on the fucking music because for some reason we were in girl pants and we dressed scene. Of course you were, in girl and pants. yet we were fucking dancing to rap and shit. Get it? <laughs> like, so like we're here walking in an all Yeah. <laughs> 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 Doesn't make any that sense. That was good, dude. That was fucking gold. You're a walking anomaly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we start talking to them and and turn, come to find out, well, we lied about her. I lied about my age. Adam, I think, was 17 at the time. But they were like, oh, these guys was like 18. <laughs> yeah, they, oh yeah. When you were 16 and 17, you were 18. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Of course, come on. When 18. You're 19, you're How old are you? Uh, well, I'll be 18 eventually. Yeah. The best <laughs> The best way to fuck a 16-year-old girl when you're 16 is tell her you're 18. <laughs> there, there's That's your true, advice, 16-year-old. Like, I remember getting mad at like all the girls in high school. Like, she's dating some older dude. Yeah. Like, what? That's fucking gross. He's 20. She's fucking 17. That's disgusting. I'm over here like punching a girl that's six years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> He is doing I know, that. It's weird. <laughs> God, domestic. Birthday, you're the one that needs to restrain him. Guess when her homie. birthday is. I just banged a girl that was four years old. Hey, hey. Biggest age difference. Guess when her birthday wise. is, which is very weird. November 15th. What is that? Day before Every my birthday. fucking oh, time. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know. It's because you're both Scorpios and you have. That doesn't matter. Oh, you're so fiery. That doesn't matter. Similar, like, because, like, the time of like your environment is like your environment. Like, totally. I don't know. 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 I don't I Kenny disappears. We don't know where the fuck he's at. We don't know where the other friend is. We know Addy's outside sleeping on the lawn with fucking uh, having a fucking his dick in the mouth of some dot face thing. Uh, so the girls, <laughs> you're racist, Addy. I passed out and she passed out with her mouth over my dick. Nice. Is what did he, she choke? Is what he was trying oh. to say. That didn't happen. Um, so the girls were like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta start going. Like, we gotta get home." And the they were like, you want to come, you guys want to drive us? To, like, one of the girls said, I'm going to be coming back here. And then the girls asked, do you want to come with us? And Adam like, fuck yeah, why not? Sure, let's go. So there was one girl in the front, one, uh, one girl driving, one girl in the back seat, three girls in the back. Adam and I jumped to the back seat, but, or two of the girls jumped on our laps immediately. Fucking awesome. They're blasting rap. Adam and I happen to know the songs, like the radio rap. So we're singing and getting down, dressed like fucking emo kids or whatever. The girls start making out with us, and we're like, sweet, this is fucking awesome. Maybe we're going with these chicks, and then we get, you know, a little while down the road, fucking, um, you know, like 10, 15 minutes later, we drop the girls off. Then the girls are gone. Then it's just the driver who's driving back. She's fucking hot. So all the girls were decent looking. Damn, they all left, though, besides the driver? Just besides the driver. Damn. He said she's going to be heading back. So we're going, or she turns around, we start driving back, and Adam starts talking to her, flirting, doing his thing, and then he's, you know, and I'm, like, trying to, like, be... 
the wingman in a sense. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're hot and all this stuff. I can't remember the exact words said, but then Adam starts like rubbing on her and shit as she's driving, okay? Adam starts like kissing on her neck and shit, and then I feel around and I'm like grabbing her tits and she's all about it. She's letting us both rub on her. Mm-hmm. Adam starts fingering her while she's driving. Then I, I go to put my hand down her pants without knowing that he's fingering her. I fucking run into his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, dude. Yeah, you yeah. cross staggers. That's so weird. Yeah, so then Adam like laughs or whatever. And then I start grabbing her tits and she's like, like, she's driving to the house, back to the party. She's like moaning and shit, and a truck pulls up next to us and sees what we're doing. And like Adam starts laughing, you know, his laugh. (laughs) 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 Because the truck notices, and we can't find the house because she's feeling good right now. Two guys rubbing on her, she keeps driving past the block. (laughs) She drove past the block like three fucking times. But it was like, I I thought, I was like, okay, Adam's gonna bang her. I at least got to grab a titty tonight. I at least got to put my hand on his pants. That's fine, whatever. Uh, she was 23, by the way. We found that out later. Um, but and she would just graduate. I mean, she graduated from all these uh, goddamn cradle robbers. Yeah, <laughs> and we obviously we lied about our age. I lied about my age. Fucking 18. Um, so we drive. We drive back to the house. Finally, make it back to the party, and we're both fucking flirting with her. People are still partying a little bit. Like there's still some people there, and for some fucking weird reason, Adam disappears. Like he just goes away. She's still in the party having a good time. I remember like sitting on the couch, like not not the couch, but the uh, single chair, you know, like that asshole parent that has the one chair. Mm-hmm. I remember like have, sitting on that and having my legs pulled over. And she comes up behind the chair, like I'm leaning. I'm not in the chair, but I have my legs and my back on the two arms. And I'm sitting there leaning. And she starts talking to me and she's like that. She's leaning on the chair. Just having a conversation with Misha, talking about like, oh no, it was fun in the car, blah blah blah. It's crazy, right? You've never done that before. It's <laughs> crazy, man. I and swear I've never done. Yeah, that. I'm sure you're completely yeah, all right, right with two dudes randomly just groping you like you didn't want it. Like, get the fuck. All right, sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. Cause I'm like, I didn't think that. Like, it's crazy to think back now. It's it's hard to remember exact conversation. Oh yeah. And exactly what happened? Cause fucking this was fucking ten years ago. But I remember. Going back around the party, drinking a little bit, opening up a closet and seeing my boy in there with deuce chicks. <laughs> Goddamn! What? <laughs> you were hella butter. You're like, I need to get in I there. I was like, what's going on? He goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> of course he was in the closet making out two chicks. That was like his life for like 10 fucking years. In the closet, banging bitches. He didn't have a fucking job. Different like, friend, that's actually. just straight Different game. Friend. Oh, Different I thought you were friend. talking about Adam. No, I think, wait, I think it was, was it Adam or DC? I'm trying to figure out. Because then that would mean, like, because I'm trying to put the situation together, how yeah, you yeah. eventually got with which the chick. I it was that, I think, you know, it might have been Adam. I think it was Adam. I thought it was DC earlier. I'm pretty sure it might have been Adam that was, like, doing shit with two chicks. That's why he left. That's why he dipped out. Because he had two chicks just fucking making out, doing his thing. I'm pretty sure it might have been Adam. But he, I mean, if he was here, this story would be easier to tell. Because um, he would remember as well. But now, after party, it's getting fucking late, dude. Getting late in the night, party starts dying down. I still going around. And I think I don't think anything of it. I don't think that chick's even into me because Adam was doing most of the fingering. I was backup fingering. I was, a, <laughs> I was, I was, I was backup. I was a backup he quarterback. Was, <laughs> listen, if your <laughs> fingers go down, bro, I will join the game. He was lead. He was lead finger. Yeah. <laughs> I was lead finger. I was and, backup and finger. Stevie was rhythm finger. <laughs> I was like, listen, if if your fingers go down, I will join the game. I will help win the game. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, you're doing a good work. You're doing a good job. I will converse with the coach. Yeah, but 
she, I think she was like kind of just looking for uh, somebody to grab. Eventually, she grabbed me. She's like, oh, fuck, I ran out. This is Slim Pickens right now. I guess I'll take the one that's really short, but he's cute, because all these other guys are just haggard. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so, because, man, I was, my eyebrows were fucked up back then. <laughs> my eyebrows weren't the ones like they are now. I got the adnies on they my face. They ain't even that tight. <laughs> you can get the adnies on your face. <laughs> yeah, that sounds weird. Uh, but... So she grabs me and she goes, okay, let's, or she starts making out with me in the hallway, I believe. And then we ended up fumbling into the bathroom. And this is like four in the morning, something like that. Um, there's still people there. Adney's gone. I don't know where he's at. Every, all my friends are gone. I'm by myself. So I'm like, sweet. Finally, I start making out with the chick. I, I sit down. She pushed me out on the toilet. I'm fucking wasted. Luckily, I'm wasted because it didn't come quick. That's fucking good. Perks about being wasted and having sex. Uh, she starts fucking riding me. Then I bend her over the fucking tool and I start fucking the shit out of her. Put uh, put her against the you know those little. It almost looked like a plant rack. It was like just. It almost looked like, like a towel a, rack. No, no, it was like a. It was basically a standing thing with like four. It looked like a bookshelf without the back wall of the bookshelf. So it looked like an open. So they were just shelves. It was just shelves, yeah. But it was like an open back shelf, and it was like plants and shit like that on there. And she was grabbing onto that. And I was fucking the shit out of her on there. And then we did it on the ground. And, dude, I'm hammered fucking drunk. Finally, I fucking come. I'm like, okay, I leave the bathroom. We open it up. I fucking literally remember laying my face on the couch and just fucking passing out immediately. I wake up, go to the living room. There were fucking conversations said about fucking, you know, some blah, blah, blah. Kid got laid or some shit. We gather up all the friends. Then as we're walking, we all tell the story of last night. And then we get to Safeway or whatever the fucking place is. Our grandpa picks us up. And it was just like, wow, I can't. Like, I was so, like, so stoked about banging some (laughs) 23-year-old. And I never got her name. Ah, For real? But Adam remembers this story because we both, Adam and I double fingered this chick, basically. You know what I mean? (laughs) Back up up finger. (laughs) Back up finger. Back up finger. Rhythm, that is no, so bad. lead like, fingering. I've never done that. I can honestly say I've never these double the, fingered. Dude, these were the young. I don't think that's These were fucking known. the ACD young brothers. You know what I'm saying? Fingering this jig together like Angus As young. a team. It is so like. No, well, Angus you guys were meant to be. So you know, yeah. you and Adam. Not you and the girl. You and Adam were meant to be. Like eventually yeah. I, I think you guys are going to have, have sex with each other. <laughs> it's but. actually... <laughs> We, I wouldn't don't, know you if it wasn't for Adam. Rule it out. I know that exactly. Not you never know what the future holds. I want to know Adam if it wasn't for Alyssa. That's just crazy. So you go, well, I, yeah, and I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even be here in Reno, but this wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for Adam. Yeah. We gotta think of Adam's the one that connected all of yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know that's my boy. That's my party boy, dude. Because back in the day, man, we did the fuck. I wish we kept the journal because if we told our stories, our life stories. From teenagers of when we met each other to the crazy shit that we did before we moved here, dude, that's a book. That's a how it solid was at the book, man. That's how it was at the we barn. Like it could be fucking, a, a book. On that's what own. I'm saying. We yeah. were insane. Drugs. Party, You're insane. Sex. Our slogan was literally WFBWC. Like that is so fucking stupid. And we all not only admitted it, but it was yelled. It was known. Like WFBWC, bitches. And then bitches would come and fuck us without well, you know, the first, It was the craziest fucking thing. We know the first part. Bitches would come. <laughs> Bam. Right there. End it. Uh, that's that's a, for another part. But yeah, dude, but. same thing. Adam and I, we would we were just the fucking we'd go to every party. We would go 
dumb. Like, there's so many stories. Adam on Facebook, like Adam had the Facebook. I mean, uh, sorry, it was the, MySpace. The MySpace. That's dude. what I meant. It was Adam like had the, the MySpace. <laughs> he I, was the, I remember that. He remember. was the super seen kid. But his yeah. name was Makeout Kid. Oh and yeah, I knew him <laughs> back yeah, in the day, <laughs> dude. This is even before he came here. And I remember, like, dude, we would get picked up by bitches and or their parents. We'd get picked up by parents with the girls, taken to different houses. We went to a town that was like. For 4th of July one time, like 30 minutes outside of fucking Sac- uh, downtown Sacramento, this girl had a huge fucking house. We were swimming in the pool. I was making out with her. Her parents and everybody's all up. Like, dude, it was... I don't understand. Like, to think back, it's like, dude, I wouldn't even do this now. Like, that's stupid. We did some stupid, Dude, we did the best shit, shit when we were young. Because now we... we like, now we can go to jail. And, now yeah, we go to prison. It's like so gay now. I got work tomorrow, bro. I got work. Yeah. <laughs> when you're at that age, you just don't know any better. Like, it's awesome. It's, it's blissful almost. It really is. Dude, it's crazy. Man, why didn't we keep journals? Aurora is a Come genius. Come on, who keeps Aurora journals? Aurora is a fucking genius. Name one movie. fucking dude Aurora, that you know that like, keeps a journal. journalist. Okay, she she's a journal. girl. Penn kept a journal his whole life. Penn a weird dude. He is a weird dude. <laughs> Very weird guy. But I wish I would have written some stuff down because, man... I agree. There's some stories. This is our I journal I wish right I would have been able this to This is our journal. We down. have this Absolutely. as memory eventually. But, man, what the fuck, guys? Adniard knows. We... We were stupid teenagers, man. Dude, teenagers. Anyways, it's Chris's. It's Chris's turn to tell right, his. Let's uh, go, Chris. Mine was on Thanksgiving Day. Ooh, of course it was. <laughs> Your favorite day to jack off. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you jack it every Thanksgiving. I know. It's because of the you're fact, not, dude. You're, you're, if you're not jacking off at Thanksgiving, uh, you should reevaluate your life. Do you know something? Uh, reevaluate your Thanksgiving. <laughs> Seriously. Reevaluate your family members. Like sure after up. you get that turkey and everything, oh, and you, you, you gotta, What's you know, up, Dak? What's oh, up? Dakota just you showed up. Are those Costco? Are those Costco? Our and our box? other, Dad. our other, our guest God, dropped out. She couldn't hang with Dad, the alcoholics. Anyways, so yeah, moral of Thanksgiving is if you don't jack off, you suck. Anyways, so <laughs> my fucking threesome. What? Wait, what happened? The my threesome. Moral. My my uh my one night stand happened to happen on Thanksgiving. So. Around like three or whatever is when my family eats. We don't eat at like six. We eat around like three. Same thing with our family. And our then, family is always eating early on Thanksgiving. And then like you can snack or whatever. But because we're in my hometown, usually on Thanksgiving and like Christmas and Christmas Eve, because um, my hometown's so small, everybody usually comes back for their families and whatnot. And yeah. then you kind of have like a little hometown get together. Yeah, it's yeah. like the whoa, twenty the of you. Town, like, whoa. Yeah, well, like who you went to school with, essentially. Yeah, like, like, everyone awesome. goes down to the bar. Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I did it. It's like all the classmates. And all these I did it. I did it. So. I went down after that. It was like 9 o'clock, I want to say. I went down there, and there wasn't a lot of people there this Thanksgiving. And I was like, huh, this is weird. Usually there's more people here, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So Josh was there, of course. So me and Fitz are kicking it and whatnot, and we drink Fitz. and all that. So Fitz. like two hours go by, and I just wasn't really feeling it. There wasn't a lot of people there. It was mainly just like me, Fitz, and like two other people or so. Like this wasn't just a hopping Thanksgiving for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to take off. I'm going to go smoke and this go wasn't chill with my- a hopping <laughs> Go chill with my it little, wasn't a my little hopping cousin. Thanksgiving. Usually my Thanksgiving are always hopping, mm-hmm. but this one, not particularly, wasn't hopping. Mm-hmm. It did seem like Thanksgiving's usually fucking party. Fucking no, it, no, when, when <laughs> for my hometown, I got least. this like, yellow when, special yellow. Uh-huh, it's, when, it's when everyone comes back to town, so everyone fucking rages because yeah, you haven't seen each yeah, other. Yeah, you know? Of so anyways, uh, I had I had someone with me. I think it was my cousin's ex-boyfriend now. Her baby daddy uh-huh. was with me at the time. I'm pretty sure if I remember right. And so we were going to go back to his place, which was my cousin's place or whatever, and we were going to smoke. 
But on my way to go there, I stopped at this convenience store. Well, because I'm in Urington, which means I'm staying at my aunt's house, and I've already gone over my aunt's. My aunt's a fucking baller. But this, like, this prior to uh, the whole issue. Yeah, this is. With, well, this was Thanksgiving, and everything happened on Christmas. Oh, so, this was this. Oh, this was shit. this past year, too. Like, it wasn't God. when I was 16. I was 20 fucking 6. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't 16. It was 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2015, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and so, whenever I would go to my aunt's house, I would be able to drive her cars. Uh-huh. She would let me drive her cars, or I or couldn't. Like it would, it's, it'd be like it's a thing. <laughs> but this day, she was feeling yes, good. No. So, it was Thanksgiving, so, so I was able. to... So make... my aunt would let me drive her cars, or sometimes she wouldn't. That's the only options there are, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> Can I drive a car? Nope. Okay. Can yes. I drive a car? Yep. I okay. follow the statistic rule that everything is a fifty-fifty chance. Either it's gonna happen or it's not. Everything's 50-50. Yeah, with her, it is 50 Gotta go to jail because of the podcast or not go to yeah. jail for the, because of the podcast. She doesn't fuck around. She's gonna give me fives or she's not gonna give me fives. She has a 2014 um, convertible Camaro. It's nice. fucking sweet. It's black. It's convertible. It's, got a, it's, it's fucking sweet. So I go to the store and I park right, and this is a Maverick, and I park right in the spot to where like all Mavericks are the same and the spots are yeah, the same. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then like when you park, you can, you're literally at the entrance of the door. Uh-huh. So the clerk's right in the middle of the store. She can see you. Like they saw me pull up in this fucking Camaro. And so I pull up, I have a leather jacket on, and I'm feeling like the shit because it's Thanksgiving. I'm full. You know, we just went out. I'm going to go smoke. Like, I'm having a great time. I'm I, feeling I bet good. Chris, I could see Chris, like, pulling up a little jacket with some music, like, here I go again on my own. Uh, nope. Down the only road I've ever known. Bam, That's that was exactly right? what was playing. I'm, I'm you know? painting a picture. Stevie was in the back of my Camaro a singing. picture for the audience. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't even know this chick worked here. I am from this fucking town. So when I walk in and the clerk is A, hot as fuck, and B, I don't know her, something's fucking up. Because yeah. I'm from this fucking town. So I immediately, as soon as I get in the fucking You're store. You're not from around here, are I'm you? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, uh. You must not be from around <laughs> I did say that. Why is that? Stop saying that. Like that. I said that. <laughs> it's not a joke, Steven. <laughs> That's, That's so a real line. It's amazing. Jesus. And so I went in there to get like, uh, oh, it was rolling papers because we needed joints or whatever. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, can I get the papers? And then I stroke, uh, stroke up that exact conversation. And I was like, oh, well, you're not from here, right? Like, I know everybody here and I, I, I don't know you. You seem around my age. And she's like, yeah, uh, I'm like 24 and... Yeah, I moved here from blah, 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 and I haven't been here that long, and I plan on moving to Reno. Like, this is just, like, a transition and all that. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, what's your name and all that good stuff. And we had, like, a mini conversation. And so as I'm leaving, like, the other store clerk that's working with her, like, comes up, and they seem like buddy-buddy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, they must be together. Like, oh, man, like, I was gonna, I was thinking about asking for, ah, you know what, fuck it, whatever, whatever. And so I go back in the car, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at them, and they're, like, talking, talking, and I was like, hmm, that girl's really hot. And I know I'm not gonna get any of my cousins. Like, wow! I figure I should just try it. I just try, I'm in the Camaro. Nice, I have a leather. Dude. So I I take my receipt. I turn my receipt over, and then I write my number and my name on the back of the receipt that oh, I just purchased. What? And then I walk in there. That is so so gangster. And as soon as I open the door, though, this is where it went non-gangster. I was like, Hey, yo! Is that your boyfriend? 
Like, no, that's like, the most. The no, shut the fuck up, because that is the most gangster <laughs> that's thing. Exactly what I because what what had happened <laughs> was you all, you made it seem goofy on purpose for comedy purposes, <laughs> but it was like walking. Hey, is that your boyfriend? That's what I said. Like, is that your boyfriend? That's assertive. That's alpha male. And she ass was like, fuck. Uh, no, and I was like, good. That, <laughs> that nigga was beta. <laughs> that Hardcore homeboy. I was like, and she felt it, and she knew it. She did. Oh, she and felt she it. Foreshadow, like, dude. It's because <laughs> the leather jacket. It was the leather jacket. What did it? No, it was, a, it was a Camaro. Or yeah. the Camaro. It was a Camaro. No, the jacket. The Camaro. Or the Camaro. But anyways, I was like, good, because I got. Here's my number. You should call me when you're off. And she was like, ah, okay. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, sort like, okay. Hurry up, either. You're such a piece of shit. I didn't think anything of it, dude. I didn't think anything. So I would get it and go super baked. You want to know why this story was never told on the podcast? This was episode two that we never uploaded. Oh, really? Oh. Yep. Oh. The mystery solved. <laughs> oh, we foreshadowed this. Suck it once again. <laughs> 17 <laughs> weeks ago, we foreshadowed this. <laughs> so there you go. This is brand new. So okay. continue. Sorry. So, so uh, you gave her a fuck. What you gave and her? That a means fucking... I, I like since that, that episode is gone. I need to talk about Jessica Jones all over again. But anyways, yeah. so I go back to the house. We roll up a joint or two, and then we smoke. I didn't tell my so story, sorry. 20, 30 minutes Our goes by. Story. I'm baked or whatever. By now, it's probably I want to say it's around like twelve. So it's getting late. I'm actually getting ready to go back to my aunt's house and pass out or whatever. And then I get a call. I don't know the number. And I'm like, who the fuck? And three, like two or three hours has gone by since I just did that. And so I forgot. And I was yeah. like, who the fuck is this? And I answer her. And I was like, hello? She's like, hey. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And she was like, oh, the girl at Maverick. Um, I can't, I, I don't remember her fucking yeah, name. Yeah, you're not supposed to. <laughs> but I would That's say it. I'm the guy who the says the names. Can we call her Rebecca? Okay. So Rebecca goes. That was the first thing that comes to my head. <laughs> Sorry. Rebecca's like, oh, it's Rebecca. You know, gosh, she sounds from- so hot. Girl- <laughs> Rebecca, huh? Sounds girl hot. Girl from Maverick and all this, and I was like, oh, oh, shit, right, yeah. Name like, a girl you- named Rebecca that isn't hot. I know one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My argument got shot to shit. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, she's like, hey, we should meet up, and I was like, it's twelve o'clock. This is Yerrington. Like the bar's fucking. Name one girl named Rita that isn't hot. Oh, I got one for Rita, and yeah. she's Mexican. Parks and Rec. <laughs> I know one specifically who's really hot. I'm sorry, I sidetracked you guys. Go ahead, Christopher. Uh, anyways. Oh, name a girl. No. So there was there was one fucking bar in that town that was open, and it was a bar that's kind of obscured because it's not a bar; it's in a casino, and it's just like it's a bar, but it's in a casino, so it's not like. It's a hole that they made in the wall of a casino. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, it's a really it's a weird fucking casino. bar. But it's a, it's the only 24-7 bar in Yerrington. And so she invites me to this bar. We go to the bar. The only bar in Yerrington that's 24-7. There's literally no one there. She also invites her friend, which I thought was, I was like, what the fuck? No, Why not, is your fucking friend awesome. here? Threesome. Uh, that's not my thought process. I was like, I was going there. You're I was expecting to boy. just see her. You not know? every time... There's a girl with a friend. Doesn't mean that she wants to get <laughs> so the anyways, fucking three-way hey, going. If your last name is Lee, homeboy, trust me, that's what happens. When I walk up to her, I'm like, hey, and everything. Um, I got mad when she was like, oh, yeah, here's my friend. And I was like, god damn it. It's already 12 o'clock. I'm fucking stoned. There is no reason for me to sit here for another two fucking hours trying to get to know this girl or whatever. Like, I'm trying to get it in. I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to. So... 
we, we're sitting there and we're talking and I order a drink or two and an hour goes by and we're just talking and all that. And she's like, we're, we're all three talking. It's like all of us talking. So it's like one, two o'clock now. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, are you coming with me or not? Like, it event, like we were talking and oh, all that. And shit. It had gotten, like, our talks were definitely flirtatious and sexual. I would make little jokes like, oh, you'll get it. And, like, oh, you don't know how long. And, like, just the stupid little fucking one-liners that you can oh, make. Oh, I got it. To, like, bring a chick that's, like, kind of about it. That, like, oh, that, that, that's how I was able to... out, like, your fucking pussy. But that's how, oh, I, exactly, yeah. that's how I was able to judge. I was like, okay, am I going to get banged or not? Like, is this not going to happen or what? Like, what's the deal here? Like, am I just going to sit here for three fucking hours and then we're going to go on our separate ways or what? So for the first hour, I was like slowly trying to work it and see what was going on. So after the first hour, I had come to the conclusion that we're banging. Whether it be today, tomorrow, or next week, we are going to bang. But I am tired. I just got stoned. I'm drunk now. I'm like kind of drunk because at the time, I just got into scotch. So I was like being a man. Uh, this is a new girl and I had this mm. whole persona, right? Leather jacket, Camaro. I Chris like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a double of scotch, top shelf, you know, double. Fucking aging itself 10 years and shit. Yep, yep. I know I look young, baby girl, but I'm 50. Exactly. And she's like, oh, you drink Scott? And he's like, yeah, how you doing? So anyways, uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, I'm going to leave. And she's like, no, you're not. And I was like, no, I'm going to leave. So either you come with me now or you don't. And it's that simple. Like, I'm going to leave. And she's like, huh, you're so funny. And her and her friend go to the bathroom. Well, I fucking left. I got up, paid my tab left my boy she texts me like two seconds like i'm I, i'm finally in my car I start the car and I'm, I'm like barely driving she texts me where'd you go and then she calls me what the hell and i was like i'm not gonna sit here and fucking play games with you either you wanted to go or you didn't you said no i was done drinking i'm not gonna sit here at a bar with somebody that i know doesn't really have any interest in God, me. i wish you would we would act like this to every date that we have. dude you're telling me i've been trying to replicate this since then and it hasn't worked but anyway no, let me no, finish let me finish money so she was like, oh, okay, well, hit me up tomorrow or something. And I was like, yeah, fucking for sure, whatever. Go home, pass out. Don't think anything of it. She hits me up the next day. I wake up around like 10.30 or so. I'm just chilling. She hits me up. Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, uh, I just woke up. What? What's up? And she's like, oh, you know, just got out of the shower. Why are uh, you? I was like, why okay. are you telling me that? And I actually said something along the lines of, oh, you should have came over first. Then you would have needed a shower. Oh, what? It was something along those lines. Holy like I was shit. trying. I had a fucking peed on you. I was trying. And so she you was like, "You should have came over first. <laughs> then you would have needed a shower." <laughs> That's kind of money, dude. So she was like, that "What?" Implies so much. So I'm so out of my aunt. That's and so all good stuff. And my aunt has a complex like it's not a house like people oh yeah it's my house no it's, a compound it's a compound there's three separate fucking houses like her first house upstate is, new york like, avengers compound uh, seriously Bullshit. yeah the avengers movie how it's all like there's different buildings that's my aunt's house just condense it a little it's not that big okay it's that's just crazy. but it's the same type of shit it's a compound so your aunt there's is a Nick gate Fury. there's a gate all the way of fucking around it it's fucking gangster so anyways i invite her out to the house I was like, oh you want to Come out to the house, girl. I'll show you what's up. I'll show you what you want in life. <laughs> I fucking hate you. So much. I did. I played that role that or that card that I my aunt you. gave me so hard. I bet, I, I bet Chris <laughs> told like his aunt and Todd and all the kids. No, I got you guys like tickets to Chuck E. Cheese. You guys take off in the morning. You spend all day there, okay? She shows up because like. Welcome to my casa. They <laughs> were. casa a sucasa. They had to do something the next day. I can't remember what it was, but I had the house all to myself. Oh, I that's even better, I dude. can't remember exactly what they had to do, but they had to do something. So she comes over. 
She comes, she fucking has to, you have to ring the fucking gate, and I have to, like, push a button that opens the gate and shit. And she's driving down, and she gets out of the car, and she's like, holy shit. And I was like, yeah, girl, I told you last night, and you didn't want none. What's up now? And she's like, I think I'm changing my mind now. Like, damn. It was full on once she got to the house. Once she got to the house, it was going to happen. It wasn't, is this going to happen? It was, oh, I'm definitely fucking you. Shiny things. (laughs) A greedy bitch. Pussy's wet. So I didn't even take her into the main house. I took her onto the side house. It's called the guest house. Well, bitch, the guest you house, don't deserve the main house. <laughs> the guest house also <laughs> has. I got the side house. The you guest house the has house. a pool, a sauna, a workout room, a fat ass living room that dips down into like a little like den area and like it's a like game all, room sort of thing. It is my aunt made this fucking. She is so gangster. Like she could be like a fucking house designer. Yeah, whatever. like a designer, like an interior designer yeah, for yeah. sure. And like she could actually construct, not like put up the walls but like okay here's where i want the walls and it's, it's gonna do this and then the, like engineer a house what's it what's it it's not like what's the word no, you There's said like interior, word we're it. designing a house you like you design the house yeah, but she would build the house and like but just not build it no of course she would design how she wants it and it would be built yeah upon her like, information so there's a word for that there's a job title for that but anyways that's about the point anyways i take her into this house or whatever you know impress her with all these shiny things and i'm like what's up girl <laughs> i got a pool i got seriously this, though like, I got this is that. ridiculous how much Shiny things gets pussies wet. Oh, no, I, it was it, ridiculous. I completely did. agree. Where's you? Where's your bedroom? And it's like I don't that's know. what I made it. went into the room. This I think is the quintessential factor in why Chris hates the game. It's like, well, I could be a million different guys, but at the end of the day, all it really takes is shiny material things, and that's gonna get you. Then you're all just superficial, dumb fucking cunts. I don't. Why the fuck should I play the game that you want me to play? If this is all it takes, like shit. then you all suck dick. I'm not you're gonna talk shit about the fact that I'm shallow, and yet your shallow may not be personal looks, but it is financial looks. So, and that's what's that's the difference between men and women because women will fuck guys because they have you know crazy house. But if she's hot enough, I'll fuck and her that's in a why box. I'll fuck her in a cardboard box if he's hot enough. I'm and not that's shallow. Why, yeah, I'm yeah. not shallow. That's why Stevie's, <laughs> yeah, dude. and that is why Stevie's banging a super ugly chick over here on the couch, right? Right, Dak? Because yeah. she weighs two fifty, but she is twenty five, so that's she doesn't weigh two fifty. She's hella skinny, but she's still ugly. Like you don't have to be fat to be ugly, Stevie. <laughs> okay, can we? Dak is skinny as fuck, but she's still gross. So we get into the room. And I was like, this is going to happen. And I just shove her on the bed. I just shove her, and she does the whole, oh, no, y'all do it. <laughs> now and you I can't. Do it. I, fucking, I climb on top of her. I put her Are hands you sure down. Are you what she said? Is that what you heard? Start mm-hmm. making fun of her. Or make fun of her. I start making out. Like, oh, like a <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, time out. <laughs> oh Let's do that. This is the thing about her. I was like, Chris, start making fun of her. Oh, I'll fuck you because you have a Camaro, you dumb bitch. I got you here at my house. <laughs> Throw this bitch on the bed. That's why your fucking teeth are so small. Look at you, you fucking pathetic. <laughs> oh, That's why your grades suck. Your parents never loved you. You're adopted. <laughs> I bet you have a fucking vagina, don't you, you pussy? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You work in Mavericks. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) But this is when she flipped me around, and then we go. Whoa, whoa, what? And then she gave me the fucking almost my fucking twenty fiver. Just going to work. When you said she flipped you around. We got confused. It was phenomenal. It was the best blowjob I've ever had. Seriously? Yeah, I I, that was the blowjob story. It was. Oh shit! And then so. Uh, she's giving me a blowjob, best blowjob, and I was like, okay, this is all good. I didn't finish or anything because I wanted to fuck. Like, even though it was a great blowjob, 
it only made me want to fuck her more. And for me, that's always kind of been how blowjobs were until I found out about this little scale and everything. Like, I... Big scale. Blowjobs? So, so... I'm just saying, blowjobs were never, like, my thing. Like, I didn't immediately, like, you better start giving me a head. If anything, I wanted to fuck her immediately, and then she could give me blowjobs. Until... I never really had a great The doctor changed your life. I mean, a part of it was you, but another part of it was her and the blowjob that she gave me because I had never had a blowjob like that before. Predicted, she foreshadowed the beast. Yeah, of scale. she foreshadowed Adney essentially. Yeah, exactly. She foreshadowed the beast. Of scale. So she started giving me the best boys of my life, and then she was like, I like to start in reverse cowgirl. Oh, like, oh, what a coincidence! Favorite position. I can't do that, dude. I cannot do it anymore. I come way too fast. So I have to specifically ask, tell a girl, don't do that. <laughs> That's it. You do not want to do that. <laughs> That's gonna. Oh, no. I was it like, doesn't matter which yes! position I'm in, she can look at me and I will come. That her is sheets. going to end the fun. I was so excited. If you reverse cowgirl me, I was so it's pumped. over. If you want me to go to bed really quick, do that. But if you want to have some serious some fun, no, you need to be tied up I was and not so let me. pumped, dude. And then she's like, "Oh, you got a headboard?" And then she like puts her hands on the headboard, turns around, and just starts like fucking aggressively fucking me like boom 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 it was so sweet and then my aunt has like one of those like you know in the titanic that like uh that that like uh she she starts aggressively fucking me like you know the titanic no i said (laughs) then no i said then we switched and we went over to this thing that I'm trying to describe, but I don't know how to describe it. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what you're thinking of, right? Well, I'm thinking of that room, and then there's like it's like a couch, but it doesn't have a back. It's like it's like just like I don't know what I don't know what to fucking um, call wait, wait, it. Like, that's, it's like it's just a sit down, like an ottoman, and almost. It's like an ottoman, but oh, yeah. it has like the the hump. The hump's on the, on the sides. End. The yeah, hump's on, on the, the end, sides. But there's yeah. just flat. It's but like it's a bench. Flat. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like really a nice. Weird. It's like a classy bench. And so she gets off of me, and then she goes over to it, and she like. Is looking at me and she like bends over and she's like, I want you to fuck me on this. And oh, like, Woo-hoo! like shit. it was almost the best sex that I've had too. Like she was just a fucking, she was just a caliber, a golden a goddess, fucking a an a she's girl, a buffalo was, dude, dude. And then like we get done or whatever, and then we like took a swim or whatever, and then she dipped, and that was it. And then I actually was kind of like. I don't want this to be a one night stand, yeah. <laughs> like because she literally gave me the best blowjob that I ever had, and so I t- I waited a couple days, and then I hit her up like, hey, what are you doing? And then, you know, she hit me up, and she like so we like had this little phone interaction for a little bit, but she always flakes, and like nothing came out of it. I would invite I have her one the same thing. So I'm like really nothing came out of it. To this day, right now, if she came out to me and was like, let's date, pff, done, done. You know what's super Done. weird is the same thing I just mentioned with her being one day apart birthday wise. There was another girl before her came before she came along. I met on Tinder. She didn't look that great. She wasn't that cute on her Tinder. I was at the fucking bowling alley. It was like two months before I met fucking this bitch over here. Um, and I'm sitting there bowling, and she was like talking about my dogs. I had pictures of my dog. I had pictures of my dogs when I had uh, a Tinder. And she was like, "Oh, let's cuddle tonight." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll see." I'm bowling right now. Finally, she could, you know, she's all meet you at your house. So I go over to my house. She comes over. I'm like, bam! I open the door. She's cuter than her photos. We start talking. We're hitting it off. We're having a good time. That's not Dakota. No, this is before Dakota. Hmm. And guess what? Our birthdays same day. That's I took a picture. Weird, I took a picture of it. November sixteenth, same year and same day. Fucking weird. Ended up having sex with her. It was fucking fantastic. We beat the shit out of each other, sort of thing. Your blowjob skills were. What? Is, so it was like you, it was like you, eleven. Wait, it was like on. an eleven. Hold say... on. It was like an eleven <clears throat> blowjob skill. But the sex was pretty good. And then she left, and I was like, "Hey, let's hang out again." And she flaked on me like four times after that. 
So I was like, ah, not having it. So I continue with my tenure, and then eventually I met the ginger. Came over, gave me 25. Dude, if I get flaked on twice in a row, I'm fucking done. Oh, yeah. Dude. One time, I can forgive that. Anyone can get caught up in some bullshit. Anyone. It can happen to anyone. A second time, that's a slight, and I do not forget, and I do not forget. <laughs> I don't think this should reflect on Bonnie done. at all. The dad because that's remembers bullshit, it. Because she's got a situation, I do so not. we're all just going to give Bonnie a pass because that's bullshit, and she's No, got, she's Bonnie has a legitimate condition, yeah. and I still love Bonnie. She tried really hard to she, make it out. She actually texted me while we were doing this podcast, and she was like, man, I feel really bad for not being able to make it up You need there. to text her and tell her things. I did. that there's no ill will, dude. That's I love I Bonnie so much as a person. I know she tried, but I know she has a very, very, very legitimate reason for not it's so fucking far dude it's really really far yeah exactly she would have had to drive me, because of her conditions like I, I get it oh I but I'm going down nope, there no nope, I'm nope. come to you girl I no got anger. you I got you no anger here Bon <laughs> anyways so since our last episode big event happened that event was Captain America 3 Civil War the final in the Cap Trilogy who came out in theaters oh, and we what? all fucking saw it. We talked a lot last episode about uh, everything that built up to this movie, what we thought would be in the movie. Finally got to see it. And uh, let's break it down. So, if you haven't seen Civil War for whatever dumbass reason, you're not a fan. Not a fan of the MCU. Number Sorry. one, I'm going to tell you right now. Incredible fucking movie. Holy shit. Like, right there. It's an incredible movie, and I suggest it. Like, with Batman v Superman, I said, if you are a huge fan of DC Comics, you need to see this movie, because there's things in it that you are going to love that you actually got to see live action. Almost That's what I said. Almost like Easter eggs. Yeah, not to the normal, just, moviegoer. Yeah. No movie gore, I don't think, will ever like Batman v Superman. You have a mother named Martha. You need to see this movie. Batman vs. Superman. But when it comes to Cap 3 Civil War, everyone needs to see this movie. Plain and simple. With that said, we are now going to review it in a little more depth. In the spoil, huge, huge. We're going to discuss everything, everything about this movie we're going to discuss. There's going to be huge spoilers in five seconds. Are you ready? Yeah. Five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. Cap is the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) Cap has has a mother named Martha. Okay. Damn. Spoiler. (laughs) Okay, so I got to say right off, um, our boy, Matt Palm, right real quick, was all like, was comparing it to the Dark Knight trilogy and the fact that you had uh, the Christopher Nolan movies, the Christian Bale. Um, you had Batman Begins, which was a really good movie. You had Dark Knight, arguably the greatest comic movie of all time. And then you had the Dark Knight Rises, which was pretty fucking uh, mediocre. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he was comparing it to the Cap trilogy. And uh, I really think, as much as I love the Batman... As much as I love the Dark Knight, I do think the Cap trilogy trumps it. Yeah, so do I. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think that's because of the fact that when I saw the Dark Knight Rises, I I honestly think, dude, I can almost, you can almost hold Civil War and the Winter Soldier up to one another. Yes. It's, it's like right next to each other. It's You can either argue 
one is better than the other, but it's not like one outweighs the other. With the fucking Dark Knight trilogy, obviously, uh, fucking the Dark Knight outweighs both movies. But with this one, with with or sorry, with the Cap, that's what I meant. With the Captain America movies, you can put it up and say, okay, there's a very very slim uh, comparison to Civil War and Winter Soldier. They are both right up there with whatever the, some of the best movies in the MCU. Best. I am sorry, I was so ever. Spider-Man. In Captain America. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I was just trying to derail you guys because you guys are so into it. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say T'Challa. T'Challa, but whatever. No, so, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love this. I, I honestly, I will say I, I, I love uh, this story. On extension, what Stevie was saying is when it comes to the best comic book movie, you could argue that Dark Knight is better than Winter Soldier, but you could argue at the same time that Captain America the First Avenger is just as good as Batman Begins, and more importantly, Civil War is leaps and bounds better than The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises had way too many problems. The villain was fucking, like, ended up being just this lackey bullshit stupid. Because they didn't Whereas, get credit. They didn't here's get the, the thing. The beautiful thing that I loved about Civil War. One of the beautiful things I loved about Civil War. Uh, they pin it as it's Tony versus Steve. It's Cap Versus Iron Man. But Iron Man isn't the bad guy. They're both in the gray area. The real bad guy is Baron Zemo. And he is... the Possibly one of the best Marvel villains. In that he is only a regular person. He has no superpowers. He's not a supervillain. He doesn't have anything that's crazy. He can't fight in the Avengers. And he knows it. He acknowledges that he's not powerful enough. He said. So use his own strength. He says he fucking played in Rush. Sorry, it's just exactly. Dude, Rush was such a great movie. (laughs) I loved Rush, dude. Please watch Rush. Told me to watch Rush. I've never seen Rush. Is great. Dude, it's because he's that guy. See, great. They foreshadowed it. They go. They foreshadowed the Marvel universe. (laughs) (laughs) It was him versus Chris Hemsworth. You had Zemo versus Thor before... <laughs> no, anyways, but... <laughs> Zemo, he was so perfect like because, like I said... because you wanted the better one. The reason why I love... Like I said, the reason why I love the Batman, he's immortal amongst gods. In Civil War, you have Zemo, who's immortal. And he says, in the fucking movie, in his dialogue, he says, what am I going to do, try to outpower them? Stronger men than me have tried and Oh, I failed. love that fucking line. You do I not topple an empire by fighting the empire and uniting the empire. No, you tear it apart from the inside. And what we know from real history is every empire was torn apart from politics inside. Oh and that's God. what... Atu, Brute. Atu. That's what he incited. Bro. He took yeah. the most powerful members, not the most physically powerful Avengers, because you could, because Scarlet Witch and Vision are vastly more powerful than any of the other Avengers in this movie. Yeah. But you had Tony, who's the figurehead, mostly, and financing the Avengers. Then you had Cap, who is the best leader of them all, the best strategic mind of them all. He's they like, all now I'm thinking about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. They didn't, no Hulk. I, I was bummed because you got almost everybody else. No Hulk, and then no Nick Fury. No, there were a couple. No yeah. Thor. Here's why. No Thor. Here's why. So at the end of Age of Ultron, Thor goes back 
to Asgard because the visions that he saw, like Ultron showed him visions, or Scarlet Witch did. So then he goes and he asks the oracles of his the Norse mythology for more visions and he saw something he saw the infinity stones for what they are and he was getting visions of what might happen and he needed answers that's why he went back to Asgard okay. he's like this is not important what's most important for the future is the infinity you guys can handle here on earth I need to find out what's going to happen far in the future the infinity stones are the most destructive most powerful objects in the universe that's why he had to leave. And y'all got one, so y'all be good for and now. And it's the most important. <laughs> that's why he says, like, I trust the Mind Stone with the Vision. The Hammer trusts him. The Hammer thinks he's worthy. I think he's worthy. Did Vision ever pick up the Hammer? and like? Yeah, in Age of Ultron. Yeah, that was a huge thing. Yeah, that was a huge thing. Sorry. It's okay. because You were there with me and you cheered. I don't remember some of the scenes just from Captain America that we literally saw three days ago. So I can exempt you on the scenes from Avengers that you've seen. I apologize. It's been, what, two years? I don't exempt you. I mean, I get it with you. You're fucked. Yeah, I exempt you from this house, homeboy. I don't remember you moving in ever. I don't remember picking you up and sucking out. Fuck you. Fine, me and You're not worthy. Fine. Me and Julio will live together, and you can be like, oh, how dare you? Whoa, whoa. How dare you? How dare you? Civil War! Alcoholicast <laughs> Civil War! It just started. <laughs> Whose side you on, Christopher? Obviously, on the side of the boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Not the side of the chef. What are you going to do, bro? Burn my face? <laughs> Whatever, that's, dude. You can that's make way me scary. after I've been that's beat up. That's way scary. No, see, Addy come over boxing, and I'm like, you hungry, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I can make you some food, but okay. Things are done. <laughs> this is good. Best thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> we ain't fighting Anyways, no more. That's why more in rent. <laughs> that's why I throw it in there. Also, at the end of Age of Ultron, um, Hulk runs away. He realizes he's dangerous and he goes into hiding, which is before the first Avengers movie, Bruce Banner was in hiding because he's afraid. His whole his entire character in every movie is, I'm afraid of the damage I do. I can't control it. I Monkey hurt innocent people. Which, I mean, it makes sense Monkey why he wasn't in the movie. I mean, that's the exactly. whole premise. He would have made it so much worse in Civil War if Even they would have been released. Thor to fuck people up with his hammer. He could have killed plenty of people by hitting him with the hammer. Done. Which, Dead. I'm going to get to that in a minute because that has something to do with the actual comic this is derived from. Oh, okay. That's later, though. Also, there are rumors that in uh, the third Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok, which Ragnarok... Is like One of the uh, or? it's the Norse mythology equivalent of the apocalypse, and so we're gonna have a great third Thor movie, I think. And if we have Hulk in there too, oh, it's gonna be awesome. It's just funny how like the second Thor movie could suck, and then Ragnarok could be awesome. Well, the first one sucked so, too. I, I like the first one. I like the first one. I like. I actually liked both. I went on a date to the first one, and I thought it was good. I hate. I think that like I was like, like just Chris, you have to admire the fact they took. Norse mythology and made it work in this universe so they can actually connect it and it didn't seem like complete nonsense. Okay. They connected it well enough she was like, okay, I can get it. It was believable. It. I, I understand why cheesy, why it works. It's, it is I cheesy, okay. but my argument against the cheesiness is Cat Dennings. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, it's only stupid. <laughs> it's only stupid because you can't think of a counter argument because you can't argue against the cat. She's, it's only stupid because you think it's stupid, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see Cat Dennings in that movie. What? Uh, Did you didn't see joke. it? it was a j- oh. 
I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go man. ahead. No. I Go drank. Ahead. I drank a lot today. I know. I like it. You should, <laughs> you should drink more, more often. <laughs> is what the devil on my shoulder said. Yeah, that's a good devil. His name is Chris. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> 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 like drink. So that's why he's gone. That's why the Hulk is gone. Also, Nick Fury isn't there because Nick Fury is the last person you want to choose sides. You don't want Nick Fury. He was the leader of Shield. He was the guy who recruited all these people. You don't want him in the movie choosing oh, a side because that, that makes it too. You know, that's a storytelling thing. That's why the Russo brothers didn't do it. But w- beside all of that, I think this movie was fucking near perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so do I. I can't say perfect because it's not Casablanca. <laughs> no matter what you say. <laughs> anyway, that's an inside joke. <laughs> Anyways. We're I think this movie. Throwback episode. I think this movie did a fucking incredible so job. So I man. Except of, except the name of the city they were fucking posting. That shit bugged the shit out of me. Maine. America. That, yeah. That we all laughed at that. We <laughs> all made jokes Why at the fact. That? It seemed it seemed like a clothing commercial. <laughs> it seemed like a fucking clothing commercial, honestly, because when they would I'd say rather, cities and they'd say times, they would type it out on the side, like bottom left of the screen or bottom right or whatever. It's like even in Winter Soldier. The Russo brothers did Winter Soldier before this movie, and they still did the small little. This is the city, and in this movie, they did huge title it's huge. cards. It's huge. It's the it's the whole entire title is across the whole entire image, and then every the, city you the go background to, background is the actual Washington. City. Yeah, so it'll be in white, but it'll be a little bit like opaque, so you can see through it somewhat, not really, and it'll say Washington, and then in the background, it's a helicopter flying over the city, and you can see it. I'd much rather them take. Five more seconds and show three shots of something that you know is going to be in the city. So DC, you do like the Washington Memorial and that, and then when they go to Paris, oh yeah, you do, do the Eiffel yeah, Tower. Or something. Like you don't that. need to show. You don't need to put the text. You're holding your on fucking, the fucking hand. screen. Yeah, you're holding your hand. That's the and only thing. I feel like it's because really of the fact mad. that it's the beginning city that we entered into, the beginning of the fucking film, which set off the whole paperwork. The problem game is, film. here's the thing: is okay. what I think is the the problem with doing the landmark. I like the landmark idea. You show the landmarks that are quintessentially each place, but they go to Germany, and for most people, they're not going to know landmark Show Germany. Show a picture of fucking Mein Kampf, dude. Yeah. Bam, right there, Germany. In Germany. You could do that. Yeah, have a girl walking by the, <laughs> walking by the wall that's Italy. broken down and have the book. I mean, I mean... I'm just asking for them to do it visually okay. with, with storytelling rather than to just put text on the screen like, here's where we are. Okay, I just listen, feel like that was kind of cheap. You don't necessarily need – it's a joke. You don't necessarily need to do um, a physical ad- – or you know, you don't need to necessarily show what, so, what okay, look, city you're looking at. Hold on. But you do – it have that little text in the side of the screen, which I think has happened. I mean, Plenty even movies, the little, little text the type, works like, better. You see that type like – That's all I was saying is I think they should have done – the small text. The little text exactly. works better. Say Hamburg. That's all you gotta say. In I would real small text. text. Every other movie did the small text. I, you see all those little Hamburg. movies where they type it up. It's almost like it happens as it's going. It's like yeah, yeah. The computer, letters are being like one up, letter at a time. You hear the noise. You see the visually of it popping okay, so, up. So you pay attention to it. Besides that one goofy thing, my only criticism for this movie is that Cap doesn't have sex with Bucky. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> the kidding. middle arm, you doesn't want to get fucking master fingers. So I could see. I'm, film, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I could see film people saying that they would hate it because Cap doesn't have an arc necessarily. Because when he's in the beginning of the movie, he is persistent about not wanting to do this, and then it ends with him being right. So people would say, "Oh, there's no arc." But I. But of course, you paid more attention. Okay. I love that you brought that up. Okay, so, <clears throat> first off, to begin my thing, um, like I said in the last episode before the movie came out, everyone who's been bitching about Cap doesn't have flaws, he's the Boy Scout, he's boring, blah, 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 blah without actually noting, noticing all the hints in the movies so far that hint at his flaws, that hint at who he is. Which, in this side movie, note, they're doing a great job. Side I, note, they're doing a great job with it. Without, yes, without exactly, Chris. Us. In this movie, they did a great job of fucking showing you his flaws. The fact that he has all the Avengers, all these people who are saying one thing, and he's going, fuck you to all of them for the sake of Bucky, even when it's detrimental to him and the overall cause that they fight for, he's still saying, fuck every human being in the world except for Bucky. It's understandable because, like I said in the last podcast, that's all his only real family that he's ever truly known is Buck. And yeah. imagine it with through Cap's eyes because everyone that he ever knew or anything died and Bucky's still fucking here. It's the one guy that's from his Not time. Not only the one guy that helped him throughout his... The growing up that protected him, but also he's still there. You don't really connect with. You yeah, know, that's you a just big thing. Woken up from being frozen. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's, listen, that's a big thing because as like they were childhood friends. They weren't. They didn't become friends as fucking twenty year olds. They were childhood friends. Bucky was always there for him. It was a big brother figure. It oh, was. He's my big better. brother. He loves me and he takes care of me. I love him back. We are a great. We're just we were we we are each other's only family. All we have is each other. We had to the only way we were able to survive was because of each other. And when you have the fact that Steve, you know, became a super soldier and after that he did everything he could to save Bucky's life and he did and Bucky telling him like, you know, no, I'm not following Captain America. That skinny kid from Brooklyn who didn't, who wasn't smart enough to turn away from a fight, that's who I'm following. And you have that connection that goes on and on when Steve becomes the hero and Bucky is being protected by him and they stay together no matter what. And Cap feels responsible for Bucky quote-unquote dying. So when he finally sees him back, and this is after he's discovered everyone in his everyone he's ever known is dead. The only person alive is Peggy Carter. And when he goes and visits her, she has Alzheimer's, and she doesn't remember him except for a few. Oh, she dude, remembers him. That's something you didn't see because you never watched Winter Soldier because you're a fucking cunt. Is that... He goes but and that's also a testament to how great this movie is that I didn't need to watch Winter Soldier and I was still able to follow it beat by beat. It is. And in, in Winter it. Soldier, he visits Peggy Carter. She's old and she's bedridden. And they're talking and they're reminiscing. And then all of a sudden, she starts coughing and then all then, boom. She forgets everything and she looks at him. She goes, Steve, you survived? She forgot everything. And you see in Chris Evans' face, he's like, the pain, he's like, oh my god, she doesn't remember me again. The Alzheimer's took over again. Her awesome. memory is shot. So he's essentially lost every important person in his, and every 
all her being, of them. Her being the last. The two, you known as the, the two most important people in his life, the people that only meant anything to him late in life, the two people who finally came along and meant something are both gone. Then Bucky finally comes back. He's latching on to the only life he's ever known. Like I said before, he's only ever found himself when he's in battle, when he's in war. And he felt most at home when he was with Bucky in the army. Both those things are gone. So now he's clinging on to that. He's clinging on to Bucky. And when Bucky comes back, he's like, of course he's going to do everything he can to protect him. And he knows in his heart, in his heart of hearts, Bucky's innocent. It's not his fault. So no we matter what. Pause. Wait, I need to pause. I got to pause just because I know people are going to be in my boat. Uh, Captain America got froze, right? Yes. So 90 years or 70 years. Does he age? No. So is, is he immortal? Well, actually, like, what's, actually, what's it's not. It's not one hundred percent clear in the movies where because he was frozen, that froze the aging process. What? But because of his cells, the, because yeah, of the his serum, the serum, oh. the serum affected his cells, so he was able to survive. Same thing with Bucky, because he kept being frozen and reanimated. Okay. So. The freezing definitely helped both of them not It almost age. like regenerates their cells so they'll actually live longer yeah. than the normal. It okay. froze them from aging and their cells help them recuperate from it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. And that's why this movie is, I thought, it was just so. Like I said before, it's a bromance. It's, it is bromance. <laughs> it's all about. It's super no, bad. you were the m- most important person to me before, and that's the same now. We are a band of brothers for now and forever. I'm never going to turn my back on you because you never turned your back on me. And that's a very deep meaning, no matter what. Even though they have, they say, this is bad, this is wrong. And Steve, even before, even without Bucky, he's still fighting for his own ideologies. Like I said before, he's like, no, this, these, this, the Sokovia Accords are wrong because they're made by people. People have agendas, and agendas change. Exactly. At any time, these people can decide that we shouldn't do our job, or they should, or they can make us do a job that we shouldn't do. We need to be able to decide for ourselves as the people we are, because we don't have agendas. We don't need to rely on politics. We go we are, right. Yeah. That's what makes us powerful. That's what makes us so effective is that we're not hampered by politics. If we sign these acts, all we're doing is shifting the blame. You're telling me, Tony, you're telling me as Cap that if I sign these accords, we are finally taking responsibility for the collateral damage we cause. I say that's wrong. I say that's a lie because all we're doing is shifting the blame. Instead of taking responsibility, all we're saying is the people who are in charge of us are now responsible. Yeah. That shifts the blame. That doesn't get rid of the blame. It doesn't get rid of the collateral damage. All it does is hamper us. That's wrong. And that's what Iron Man is fighting against. And the argument – this like I, I get this question – so many fucking times. Um, why do you like comic books? Why do you like superheroes so much? Who's asked you that? Every girl I've ever had sex with. I, I will, I'd ask him the fucking question if I didn't <laughs> know him, dude. I, yeah, all my friends before, who don't... I, mean, I, did, I wasn't really down for sure. Like it's, it's, I don't know why, but it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing for me. It wasn't yeah, of really course. Yeah, that's the universe a... at all. I didn't really... Maybe I was used to his company, so I'm, I don't question it. I'm never, <laughs> I'm never like, why do you like... It's because I like certain things myself, and he's never asked me, hey, why do you like... Uh, never. It's like, oh, you like that? I like this. Let's, let's collaborate sort of thing. Um, but yeah. Continue. And I get that, like, like I said, like every girl I've ever had sex with has asked me this, and I have friends who ask me that, like, why do you like superheroes so much? Why do you like comic books so much? I find it so fascinating and touching. They could take a subject that's so silly, 
human beings with superpowers. That's so silly. That's so childish initially. And they can use that to and inject real-world serious scenarios, a serious subject that's affecting our world in real life, and tell the story with these characters so that anyone can relate to it. Like sometimes you watch a news program and they tell the, all the truth, but it's hard to follow. These and these kind of like, all right, well, we'll tell you the story too, but we'll make it exciting. We'll make it fun to watch. We'll use these characters, and it's so challenging to take such childish things and make it into a serious subject. My favorite example is is uh, my favorite. Uh, my, uh, bef- I haven't ranked Civil War yet, but before Civil War, my second favorite Marvel thing was Jessica Jones because. They took a series, and they didn't just make it about a girl with superpowers and say, girl power, no. It had a very serious subject matter. That story, at its core, is about a rape victim. It's about a woman who was raped multiple on multiple occasions, and her trying to cope with that incredibly physically and emotionally damaging event. At first, she tries to run from it. She's trying to forget about it she tries to drink her pain away she's an alcoholic in the show she's trying to forget this horrible thing that happened to her she try, she finds out the guy's coming back she, all she does tries to do is run eventually she decides she realizes she has to fight it she has to face it and over time she does face it and she wins and she beats him but at the end of the series at the end of the day she knows she knows that it's not completely over She's not done. She's not 100% over it. She's not fixed. She's going to live with those scars for the rest of her entire life. Of what happened to her, she's going to have those scars. And she has to learn to live with those scars and to move on. That's why that series is so well done. Why it's so amazing and why I think it's so important. Why all comic book movies, no matter how silly they seem, are still important. Because they can take a very serious and depressing and horrible fucking subject matter like rape and relate it to anyone and say look this happened to even someone with superpowers this fucking happened and she has the same psychological trouble that any other person would have and this is her trying to deal with it and it helps you relate to it and i love that about that's what i one of the things i love so much about that series that first season just the first season of jessica jones and i think civil war does a great fucking job of taking an existential question and saying Here's this side, here is that side. We're not telling you which side is right and which side is wrong. We're projecting to you the positive and the negative of each. It's up to you, the viewer, to decide what is right and what is wrong. Yeah, now that you're mentioning that, they never really do say, okay, this is the right side, this is the wrong side, this is good, this is bad. That that actually is never addressed at all throughout the movie. It's a great point. I love it. And that's why I think that Zemo is my favorite possibly villain in the Marvel Universe because, like I said, he's a normal man. He realizes he can't compare in strength. But what he does realize is if he can tear the Avengers apart from the inside. So he digs and he digs to the inside information and he finds out the fucking truth that Cap's best friend, his brother, is responsible for Tony... But isn't that the same plot of Avengers 2? To bring him down from the inside, to put the Hulk against Iron Man and all that. Like Ultron that- tried, but not without the actual 
knowledge of what the characters have done. And that's where Ultron failed, is that he used, he didn't know the truth about them. But that's a still good call on your part for comparing. Like, that is still a good call. As he Star- relied... It's similar. He relied too strongly on Scarlet Witch to uh, bring out their fears and tear them apart from the inside, but they were too strong at first. And I think that helped actually lead up to Civil War. I think... Without the Age of Ultron, you don't have the same because that was one of the building yeah, blocks. Gonna, uh, one of the building blocks to Civil War was that Tony created an AI and Cap disagreed with it a hundred percent. That was one of the many disagreements they had, but that was one of the biggest ones that helped them even separate each other. Like they didn't like each other from the beginning. Their personalities are so different they didn't like each other from the but start. But they were able to like. They were able to work with each other, and it slowly got worse and worse. Through every movie, you saw it get worse and worse and worse. It's also different generations, which makes it even better because the fact that the generation gap is a big thing. Because compare yourself to your ideologies in comparison to your great grandfathers or grandfathers. Man, my grandfather. Completely different. Compare it to me building a time machine and getting the fucking forefathers back here. I'm not racist. They're racist. So there you (laughs) go. You get that. George Washington's piece of shit, so is Jefferson, so is Adam, so is Benjamin Franks. Um, and there you go. It's the comparison. They're still good guys, but... And like I said, like... product of your own environment. You can take anybody that's born as a baby, build a time machine, take them back to the 1500s, and they'll be okay with torture because of the fact that you well, are and of your own environment. We're going to go off on the tangent real fast, and to go off of that point, that's kind of why I feel that you're not supposed to be taking in... 7 billion people's perspective on everything. This whole social media, everything that we have. We're supposed to be in little pockets of communities and live within these communities and be able to deal with that community. Say Reno or Vegas well, or yeah, whatever. Even the United States but when like you're, eight different countries. When, when you're you can, constantly when you focusing on it. 7 billion fucking people, of course you're going to be getting nonstop bad news every day because the just the amount of fucking people that you're dealing with. So... Let's not focus on the bad shit is the moral of what I was actually going to say here. And focus on your communities and the good stuff. Yeah, let's get back to Civil War. (laughs) Anyways, that's why I think that Zemo was such a brilliant bad guy was that we all thought, okay, he's going to wake up these group of... Yeah, I I was shocked. I was shocked. I thought he was at least going to do the one, dude. At least the one guy. That is a well-done red herring. Game of Thrones gave us red herrings before. We thought this was going to happen. And we're like, we know you're lying. You're going to do this. And it followed the exact formula we thought it would. Well, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think they were going to chop off Ned's head. I was like, Ned's getting out of this. There's no fucking way. That's the beginning. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying. They had a couple years since. And Marvel has had a couple years since their first twist too, dude. It's been eight years. Eight years into this universe, and they still tripped us up. They still they tricked, tricked me up like a mother. The I was three like, of us. No, I didn't. Hey, shut up. <laughs> at least, not maybe not everyone, but at least the three of us. We saw the movie together, and after eight years of them pulling the, pulling the rug out from under us here and there, we all thought that Baron Zemo was gonna wake up five or so Winter Soldiers yeah, and attack yeah. and attack the Avengers, and he didn't. He killed all of them. We're like. No, Wait, this was all just to get you two to fight each other. Well, I was shocked. Hold on. I was shocked. If I kill you, if you guys die, he basically he knew if Iron Man, if Cap, if any of the Avengers die, they are martyrs. He wanted to destroy them not only in the eyes of the public, but in the eyes of the each peers. other. And in the end of this movie, I love this movie so much because at the end of it, it's not resolved. Tony and Steve still have the same fucking animosity. Both of them. 
Like, where they start the movie or the end the movie, yeah, there was, they're the there same was never fucking happy point. There was never, but I'm going to take it back a second. Like, I was so shocked, like we said, about them, him killing off the Winter Soldiers. I was so shocked just about them rushing into that room with blank Black Panther behind them, waiting to follow them, and you just see that bullet wounds in the skulls of the Winter Soldiers. I was like, wait, what? I was fucking completely taken off the rails. I was like, holy shit, what's going on? Completely shocked. So yes, um, dude, it was, it was so good. I was so excited because I got up out of my seat and I was like, okay, what the fuck is happening? I was confused. I thought I missed something, to be honest with you. It's so... There's so many things we could say about this movie. They did a great job. They did. They did a great job. Like I really can't complain about it. Like they shocked the viewer as like just a regular normal movie goer, and then like as a film student as well. Like it it was it was a well crafted. Let's talk for a second about that airport fight. Um, that airport battle. Was, was the fucking funniest <laughs> thing in all of fighting history. Of all of Marvel. Oh so far, God, at least the dude. MCU, it's been the funniest Oh my God. Movie. Paul Rudd and Tom <laughs> Holland. Dude, that's who that killed is. it. That's who Spider-Man, Spider-Man is. Tom, Tom Spider-Man is Tom. And he does like... Dude, best Spider-Man such- ever. Best Spider-Man. Ever. I'm, I'm sorry. I agree. I agree. Tony McGuire sucks no some dick. No argument. Who was the other guy? Garfield or whatever? Andrew Garfield. He sucks some dick. No argument. That guy is now Spider-Man. Like no they, argument. What they at did all. is they they cast him too well because now they're not gonna be able to restart the trilogy because he is now Spider-Man. Like how Wolverine's Hugh Jackman, that dude's Spider-Man, and it's over. Like <laughs> shut it down. I love this so much because for so long, Sony has said. We're not going to give Marvel the rights back to make a movie about Spider-Man. We're going to do this on our own. And they kept fucking it up. They, they suck! Did. Spider-Man 1 was okay. It was okay. Spider-Man 2 may not be 100% true to the character, but it's an incredibly well-done movie, and I love it. And Still, the villain was good. But Super, Super Spider-Man 3, a fucking train wreck. What Amazing Spider-Man. Happened? The one with I liked, yes. wasn't a great movie, but I liked it. Amazing Spider-Man no. 2, horrible yeah. flick. Professor Ox is what I meant to say, right? Yeah, Professor yeah. Xavier, Professor, Doc Ock. Doc Ox. That's what I meant. Doc Ox. So, um, and they basically like give us, let us use him for a half a movie, and we'll give him back to you, and then we're gonna help your popularity. So your next movie with him is gonna be great, and it'll be fun. And they oh, is the Sony best gonna job with Spider Man? Is ever. Sony gonna cast the same dude? Check this out. In the very next Sony movie is gonna be Spider Man, Homecoming. And it's going to be Spider-Man coming back from this insane adventure he had with all the other Avengers. He's like, okay, now I'm going to go back to my regular life. I have this new suit that Tony made for me. I'm trying to be Spider-Man now with, like, this. And Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in it. Wow. No way! Seriously? Officially, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be didn't know in that. that movie. But also, like, that's what made me think, like, when I saw the movie, I didn't say anything to you guys, but one of the words used... For Bucky was homecoming out of the nine words, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I thought they were giving a shout. Out. I was thought they did uh, when they were saying all the words. I thought they were giving a shout out to the Avengers, which is super weird because they said like train um what, what, what was train one of, wreck. No, it was a train wreck. No, it was um. Wait, uh, wait, hold on. Those words have right the, train. those right words. Train. Those words okay, have right meaning. Train? Like, like no, are they, they like foreshadowing? No, no, no. I thought that because now you got me all fucked. I thought up. freight train was Hulk. I thought Homecoming was Spider-Man. I would thought he was shouting out huh. all okay, the fucking characters. Wow! What we thought at first was there's a... Okay, so Bucky is brainwashed. 
And every time he's unfrozen and reactivated, they give him a series of words that activates the brainwashed part of him. So now he's back to being an operative, and they can tell him what to do, and he will do it. Yeah. Just like any Soviet, you know, uh, Cold War era movie yeah. ever is. Like, say a few words, now, Manchurian yeah. Candidate. You're gonna do these things. Mm-hmm. They did that. But what Stevie is suggesting, and that I just now fell in love with, is the idea that each word they say has a very significant meaning. I didn't even think about it before. I, I did not think about it Instantly, when I was watching the movie, I was like, wait, Your on. brain immediately uh-huh. went there? You're yes, like, let's connect into something! <laughs> These aren't just nine random words! <laughs> I, there's, I don't know the word, I don't know all the words, though. The, so just, we I can't can... really... Tell we can't make a metaphor for all of them, and you can with any word you can make connect to anything. But that is a fun thing to think about: is freight train would mean Hulk because yeah, yeah, he's an unstoppable force. Homecoming meaning Spider Man, of course. That's and nice it was like one was the word one or something. That could mean Cap because he is the, the first one. Avenger. Um, that was my first thought because, dude, as soon as I, I thought, I honestly thought he was saying these words specifically, but then it said 1991, obviously, in the beginning. I completely took that out of my mind. Longing? One of them's longing? Could be... Uh, the reason why, like, the reason why it won't mean anything in the universe is because they were created before the Hulk. Yeah. Before 1991. The, before before the, Avengers, the Avengers. So it wouldn't yeah. mean anything in universe. What it could mean is just a wink to the audience. Okay. Got longing, you. they're... Referencing the same thing that you're bringing up, longing for Steve. That's what he. That's exactly. longing. He's longing for a friend. He's longing for something that he knows. Uh, the second word's rusted. This one says Cat, it's a, Iron Man. Okay. This one says it's a bit. It's a bit of a stretch, but this could be symbolic of what Bucky would be without Hydra. He, rusted. Wait, rusted. is this another fan theory? Is this a fan theory? Uh, this, the, the, there's multiple articles. I need to hold the time out real quick because be, I want to tell the, I want to tell our listeners. Yeah, this that one's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan theories are like ninety eight percent bullshit. But the this same, is a fan theory. Listen, I mean, I just wanted to get this real quick. Uh, the same people who make up fan theories are the same motherfuckers who say the Star Wars prequels suck because they try too hard to connect characters. I but from the I just hated Jar Jar Binks. I loved the Phantom Menace. Exactly. Like, I hated Jar Jar Binks. Like, like, Phantom Menace came out and they said, oh, well, the way they fucked up with the prequels is they tried to tie too many characters. They made Yoda friends with Chewie. They made Darth Vader create C-3PO. They made R2-D2 in every movie. Like, they just, they describe what metachlorians are for the Force. They try to connect too many things and that's what made it, it took away the mysticism like, the same people that are making those complaints are also the same motherfuckers making, quote, fan theories about every show or movie that, like, they try to overly connect every character. It's like, you were just bitching how every universe has the same five characters doing everything, and yet now you're making a theory in which everything is dictated by the same five characters. Yeah. So you're a fucking moron. All your fan theories are fucking stupid. And you need to stop trying to go ahead and take these amazing projects that writers have spent decades upon decades putting all of their life and soul into and coming along as an asshole saying, 
oh yeah, but it would be cool if it was my way. All right, yeah. <clears throat> Back to Winter Soldier. Fuck the fan theories. Fuck those nine, but ten no, words. It's a, it's a good. It's I, a, I know. I didn't. Wasn't a fan theory thing. I was I just know. saying. I, I no, I, but it is a fan theory. It was a guess in my eyes. But it is a fan theory. You're a fan, and it's a theory. You're a fan, and that was a theory that you came up with that me and Annie didn't even think of. That is a fan theory. Now. It's not a fan theory that is being out there. It's not a fan theory that's like yeah, we no, sidetracked. No, we were trying to talk about the airport fight and we got sidetracked. Anyways, the airport fight that was what we we're gonna talk about, but now I want to talk about your favorite side hero, and that's between Black Panther and Spider Man. Did you guys enjoy the Black Panther character as much as the Spider Man character? I fucking loved. The what they did with Black Panther. Yeah, um, I liked it, but first I liked off, more. Well, I'm honestly number you. one. I remember when he when T'Challa first came on screen. I remember hitting you in the shoulder saying his accent is amazing. And I was like, <laughs> I heard that. And about. I heard that. <laughs> It's like, funny. it's just a guy. He's it's just a guy on screen. Like, you, you can obviously <laughs> tell. I already knew about who Black Panther was. I, I did the, the father I had figure. no idea. I knew the, fa- the, the father figure, him talking to him, like their connection and the, the race. Wait, did you guys both listen. know that was about to go down? Because I had no idea. I, I didn't know I about thought, the death. I thought he was going to, like, go in there and Allah Akbar it. Like, that's what I thought was going well, on. Listen. The Black Panther, like, his dad was telling him that he loved him because his son was going to go in there and blow up a bomb or something. No, that's listen. what I thought. I knew who the Black Panther was because Adney explained me the story behind Black Panther. So I already knew he was from Africa. He was a part of this. Or I, he's I the, knew, he's I the king his... of a nation called Wakanda, which is uh, talked about in Age of Ultron. That's where they get the vibranium. That's where Ultron goes, and he gets vibranium in order to make vision. So I knew his back, so I knew his lore. So as soon as the voice comes on, and he's like, oh, his accent is great, automatically assumed. Then once the father dies and he removes that ring or whatever, or he's like crying on top of him, Boom! That's Black Panther, and even oh, even Black he Widow. Was, he goes, I no, would, even Black Panther. I would I mean, kill him myself. Even Black Widow talking to him. I'm like, okay, because of what Adney has told me, I know that's gonna be Black Panther. So when Black Panther arrived on the screen and he removes his mask, it was no shock to me at all. It was I already to me. knew it well, was. The I kind of figured it was only okay. So that whole entire Black Panther thing was would have only been shocking had. He gone in there and blown himself up. Like, as soon as that didn't happen, as soon as there was, like, that outside conversation and everything happened and his dad died, I kind of put it together from there. But I didn't know. I didn't know. I honestly, oh, yeah, because he stood like, up and he goes, before that, that scene, I thought that motherfucker was going to straight think go you were in there so, like I think, a terrorist. I think you were supposed to as the audience member. Because they, like, did the whole, like, embracing hug and yeah. it seemed like they weren't going to see each other. Because so you had very team, serious yeah, with you each had other. Weird. Yeah, you had weird. It was a weird seriousness. You had that King T'Chaka and he says goodbye to T'Challa and uh, that whole scene is so emotional I remember like I don't know if you heard me I was like oh fuck I know what's gonna happen no you did oh, and it kind of sucks sitting next to Adney during Marvel movies and it's not <laughs> you chose it I was he, sitting next to him he doesn't spoil him for you but he gives you hints and it's, he doesn't even do it intentionally no, he's I, talking to himself he's a like, fucking <laughs> psychopath and he's talking to himself yeah. and he goes hand me the popcorn I know what's gonna happen He's yeah. gonna kill himself. Hey Chris, what are you doing, dude? I know, I know what's gonna happen. He's gonna die. Hey Chris, kill me. Like, like he said something to the point of it was something like, "Oh, I know what's gonna happen," and I almost was like, "Well, fuck watching this movie. What's gonna happen?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch you, Andy. I'm yeah. gonna watch your emotions. I can read off of you. And I know. they did. Oh, it was so amazing because it was all planned by Zemo to 
do all this shit. And he sees his father die, and he's consumed by vengeance. And what we saw, what I loved about both Spidey and the Black Panther, was that we didn't need an origin story. At they all. trust, the Russo brothers trusted. He's smart enough. Oh, thank you. They trusted us, the viewers, to know. Not only do we know everyone knows Spidey's fucking thing, but we also like don't really need one now. You need like two lines of exhibition, and that's it. And all you have is T'Challa saying, like the Black Panther has been like a guardian over our civilization for generations, and that's all you fucking need. Plus, you trust the terrorist attack as a way of him losing his father, the figure in his life that he stared at in the eyes that he's about to jack off in this in the movie, because he was looking at him like, "I love you, Dad." He dies. Of course, he's gonna be looking for vengeance. You don't need this backstory. You already got it. You know. And like, what the, might be fit for that character? One of the Am- best parts. Because he's an orphan. <laughs> he's one an of orphan. the best parts of the movie. T'Challa is the best Disney prince. Who? T'ch- Black Panther. Oh. Yeah. He's a Disney prince? He now. Now, yes. Oh, shit. It's a Disney movie, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Disney movie, nigga. <laughs> Oh, my native, my native, bro. My native. Anyway, okay, okay, so. Name of podcast. <laughs> it's a Disney movie, nigga. That has to be the <laughs> That has to be the title. Name it that. Yes, that has it's to be the title. fucking funny. The titles are great because. Disney movie, nigga. Like, the audience gets to listen to the. The, the podcast, the and then they, they're like, oh shit, that's where it came from. <laughs> the creation of the title. But not last week, or the bonus episode, because shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean for fucking creating that. The shout out to Sean for sure for creating that. He made but last week, but, uh, hold on, last hold week, on. I'll get the van, or you get the van, I'll get the chloroform. Shout uh-huh. out to Todd being abducted <laughs> by Andy and myself. <laughs> Anyways. The last scene with uh, Black Panther and Zemo, when Zemo is just like explaining why he is the way he is, yeah. why he did this. And you're like, this character has depth. I understand why he's the villain. This makes him even better than he was. Oh, yeah. I understand it all. 100%. And he's ready. He's about that to moment. He's gonna do he's gonna kill me. Like, he's like, this is all I wanted to do. My goal is accomplished. I fucking did it. I'm killing myself. It reminded me of Shutter Island. Leo was like, would you rather fucking die a hero or a monster? And he was ready to kill himself. And Black Panther fucking, I was consumed by vengeance. I'm different now. Like he, well, with the Leo he thing, has he has his own character arc at the same time, and he stopped. He goes, "The living aren't done with you." And then we get this whole thing, and like we finally, and then like at the end, Martin Freeman asks Zemo, he's like, "How's it feel to fail?" And Zemo just looks at him like, "Did I? Oh, did I really so fail?" Good. And it's so because that last fight, that oh, we gotta talk about this. Okay. So, right. oh, I was so like so we have this. Huge, amazing, one of the greatest movie fight scenes of all time is the airport battle. We have Spider-Man pulling out the Empire Strikes Back reference of... You oh, see I called it. Mm-hmm. I called that. Even I was sitting next to Chris, and I, as soon as he swung around his arm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's going to pull an Empire Strikes Back. He's going to pull Star Wars. I, I fucking knew it. I called it. Five minutes later, but, he said, you guys ever seen that old movie, Empire Strikes Back? He could have done that. It was amazing. Is he could have done it and just done it. But because Disney owns both Marvel and <laughs> Lucasfilm, they're like, no, 
Let's just make the fucking reference because we're Disney and we own all your we childhood all, entertainment. Exactly. I don't see why not. I, I thought I it's did amazing. not, think, I did not think it was like... Let's call it out. Or sometimes we'll be like, oh, that's super on the nose. No, I mean, in that case, it wasn't on. Like, it was I mean, on the nose on I guess purpose. it was on the nose, but it was a in well a played time. Way. Yeah, exactly. On the nose, exactly. You know? Because when you're on the nose, sometimes it's like you're hinting at it. You're giving too much of a hint. Like I said, yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, there's when you put hats on top of hats and hats, it's really dumb and convoluted and stupid. But Stevie did it so well at the courthouse that it was one of the greatest jokes ever. <laughs> and, then, and the same thing, I was giving a shout out to an homage towards Civil War because what they and did. An homage with that is scene, a fancy word for stealing plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I knew Spider Man. As soon as he wrapped around his arm, I was like, holy shit, Chris. A big guy, a small guy. He's He's got a fucking string. He's going to do Star Wars. Oh, that kind of worked, man. As we can talk about Paul Rudd, though, too. Like, the Paul Rudd's. Comedic, oh, come on, dude. it's good. Oh, and Tom Holland's all the lines. Genius. Tom Holland's as a Spider-Man, like, hey, what are your wings made out of? The Falcon, like, is that carbon fiber? I mean, despite the movement and lightness, that's amazing. Right to silent. <laughs> <laughs> you have the right to remain silent while he's getting attacked. He has, he's not in control at all. Not in control. He's getting his asking. You have the right to remain. Wait, excuse me, sir. You dropped this. Giant fucking thing. That goes <laughs> so wait, hold on. Um, is is that who? That is the who truest. The Tom Holland. No, 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 no. Who wrote the movie? The Russo brothers. Is, is from, that hey from Community? Is no. That is the truest version of the comic what? book Spider Man no ever way. fucking made. Spider Man. In all the fucking comic iterations, is a wisecracker. No fucking way. That's fucked up, man. I really wish I'd never seen that fucking first series of Spider-Man now because that's my kind of. Unfortunately, is my Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire in three movies made five jokes. (laughs) Andrew (laughs) Garfield made a couple more. No, no, no. In thirty seconds of a fucking Captain America movie, not even his own. Tom's already known as the best Spider-Man. He was in it for 30 solid seconds. Minutes. Minutes? Seconds? Uh, um, no, he probably has like 1850 of screen time. But okay, think about it. Like, very, very, very short. As Spider-Man right? making jokes. Look it up. Dude, funniest motherfucker. Spider-Man, Tom Holland in this movie, Civil War, has more lines than Superman in Batman v Superman. Oh, <laughs> shit. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, Spidey has 47 lines. Soups has 43. Damn. I will tell you this though, Spider-Man in this movie made me love this movie even more. He was the fact that he was fanboy. I love the whole entire comedic no, element of it. Yeah, not only Ant-Man, him, but Ant-Man. I gotta say, one of my favorite parts of the entire film, one of my favorite parts in the MCU universe history, is when Spider-Man is this force and he's beating up Bucky, he's beating up Falcon, he's he takes down Ant-Man. He's just this like incredibly strong super like this kid has Im- like unlimited unlimited potential. Yeah. Five He decides to take on Cap alone. <laughs> Unbeknownst to him, Cap is the best strategist <laughs> in the MCU. Like Batman, he's the best strategist in his universe, and he knows exactly he understands immediately Spidey's strengths. And he goes, I'm going to take advantage of what he's not strong with. I'm going to take advantage of his weaknesses. And he starts beating the shit out of Spider-Man trying all of his tricks. And Cap is just 
answering every adjustment Spidey makes with his own adjustment yeah. and beating him until finally he's like, I'm sick of this. And he fucking super cap throws his shield <laughs> up to the thing, drops the thing on Spidey. Spidey's trying to hold it and he goes like, where you, yeah, where you, such a beautiful moment. Hey kid, where you from? The Brooklyn comes out. Hey kid, where you from? And he goes, Queens. And Cap just kind of chuckles to himself in the middle of his fight starts laughing and running backwards. Brooklyn. Saying like, Brooklyn's better than Queens, dude. But it was almost. Was oh yeah, but no, no, it's not. But it's not so much as like I'm better than you. What I got it, I was like, we're the same kid. It is. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, I know we have the cities different, but guess what? We're both New Yorkers. The city's the same, different boroughs. That's what I meant. Yeah, we're different. Like fuck you, Brooklyn. But at the same time, it's. We like Chris, like like you said, we are still cut from the same cloth. Yeah, New Yorkers, bro, New Yorkers. New we're still, and I thought that was connection. And like, it was, it was a sign of the way he laughed about it was a sign of respect. Of <laughs> yeah, I get it, Brooklyn. We're both yeah, same guy. I love that because that made me assume automatically in the future of the story, like Spider-Man would have more of a connection with Steve. Oh my God, I gotta bring this up. That was, okay. So so shut up. Sorry. Okay so. In the actual comic books, Captain America or uh, Marvel Civil War, in Civil War they take the same sides, and Spider-Man plays one of the most pivotal roles. Iron Man goes to Spidey and says, "I want you on my side." Spidey, as looking up to looking up to Tony, just like in the movie, looks up to him, goes to his side immediately, and in the comic. Um, Tony makes him a brand new suit. It's called the Iron Spider, in which he has extra limbs and shit. Oh, you're. Oh, they didn't do that. No. Which in the movie they did a version of it where they said we're gonna give you a, like he had a shitty suit and Tony yeah, had just a good so, suit yeah. in which his eyes were like used like camera lenses because he's a photographer, Peter Parker, so it made a lot of sense. Didn't you say oh, that shit, his uh, the web shooters were brilliant because which, which were a lot Peter ma- Peter character. Made yeah, 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 very true. Whereas in the first, whereas in as in my version of Spider Man, apparently he can just like tap Maybe into it. In. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, that right? was only in the Sam Raimi version. So within of the, the comic book version, as in the origin of Spider Man, he wasn't able to just like do this thing no. and it shot out. He had to build yeah. a mechanism that would actually shoot it out. Because he was super intelligent. He was intelligent, so he made something. He to is kinda, a, like, he's go a, with his suit. He's a fucking prodigy. Yeah. That's why he looks up Tony Stark, because he's, like, in the same, like... And that's even why he was like, oh, my God, are those wings this or these that? Because he's highly intelligent. So he's... Oh, yeah. He knows that. He's a fucking kid, and he knows... I like that he's still smart. I mean, He's on track to becoming the the most brilliant mind in the the Marvel Universe. What? Like, in the comic books? Like, in the alt... Wait, okay, MCU within the universe of uh, the cinematic I think both. I think both. Even I think in the comic- because oh, okay, shit. I'm gonna explain to you right now. Okay, so in the in the comic books, the most brilliant human mind in Marvel is Reed Richards, and Peter has shown to be just as smart as Reed when he was when Reed was his age, because you know Reed is in his 40s or so, and Peter is like a teenager. And when Reed was a teenager, he was. This smart. Is Reed Green Goblin? Is that what you keep referring? Who's Reed? The Reed Richards is Mr. Fantastic from okay, the Fantastic thank you. Four. Thank you. The stretchy guy. Which they obviously sold them to Fox. So stretchy. So, g- so stretch. So let's say as a teenager, stretchy guy was level four intelligence. 
Spidey as a teenager is also level four intelligence. So people are like, he's on his way to becoming okay. just as smart as Reed Richards, but way more powerful hmm. and funnier and stuff. Yeah, he's way funnier. And that's what was made. That's what made. That's what has made it all him. and good looks because Spider Man can get it. Okay, just saying. From Stevie. All right, so summarize it. Oh my god. Must end it. I gotta end it with that battle at the snow base. Oh, yes. which part? Uh, the most well, like, the so Iron like Man, I said, the airport. I, the part that you named was the biggest thing for me too. The like, Iron like, Man that part was, was my biggest. No, fucking, no, 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 not the Iron Man part. The part where the, the dudes Winter were dead. Soldiers were dead. Yeah, no, yeah. that was big that for was, me. I was shocked at that, but I was even more shocked when they showed the fucking video. Oh, I was even more shocked. I, said, I was like, what? Adney obviously knew because he has the comic books. He mm. knew what was going on. He knew from the beginning. Fuck you, Adney. But you Chris already knew I, that was going to happen. Of course. Of they course. Still, I didn't. When I didn't know, I, when they showed the Cadillac and they showed the 1991 and I was like, oh, Bucky killed Iron Man's parents. That's what I thought. <laughs> but and he, and he did. you did already you know, knew did you, this. Wait, did you know that they you died in 1991? You already knew this, right? Did you know they died in 1991? I didn't know they were going to do that. But but you knew it in the lore. But you knew no. they died. No. The, so it's so not how'd in the lore. Wait, so what we're asking So how'd you know? <laughs> so we're asking you. How the fuck did you know? Yeah, we're kind of getting... Like, don't sit here and be like, oh, you know, I watched the movie. You guys didn't connect the dots. Not my fault. No. You knew, bro. Don't, did don't you sit here and lie to us. Look at you. Let's it. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, no. 10 minutes in. Did you no. get a spoiler? 10, ten minutes no. in. Did you get in your head and you say... I, this is gonna be bad at the because end because that's I what the, that's what it opens up with is that fucking scene and I was like yes, why yeah. okay, so Stevie can make outrageous claims and when he's right he's just brilliant but when I, I make a fucking right. I guess <laughs> that's a good point okay, all I right. said was nine <laughs> words <laughs> nine <laughs> words I imagine because I saw the word homecoming and I automatically thought because I knew the Spider-Man thing no I looked it up and just straight debunked it with him though I'm yes, not yes. even gonna look it up with you my, I my thing was as soon as I saw Homecoming I was like wait Homecoming Spider-Man I saw Freight Train I'm like okay that's Hulk I connected that and I didn't think 1991 because yes that's before all that so that doesn't make any sense dude I but wasn't still actually it's weird. I, I'm actually I'm pretty sure it does happen like that in the comics mm. wait what what does I don't remember for sure but I'm pretty sure that Bucky actually kills it's revealed that Winter Soldier killed Tony's parents in the comics. I think that's oh. where I got it from. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure. That's you have I'm pretty color. sure. What we're saying is you weren't surprised once that reveal and yeah. like, while that was going down, I'm you pre- weren't yeah. sitting there like me and Stevie, like, what the fuck is I going was, on? Dude, <laughs> I shit out of my dick. I like the ejaculation <laughs> And first of all, Tony had the opportunity to kill Bucky. And that whole bullshit cap coming in on that's whatever. What? He, he, like they were so far apart. Like I had that much time. Like there's no fucking way you can't do me. He le- point two. He legitimately two tried. He legitimately tried. He had him. He had him. Okay. And if Bucky didn't have backup, okay, Chris, right now, <laughs> Chris. All right, Chris. I want you right now to try and kill Stevie. Right now, with me right here. I want no you to try and kill way. Stevie. Oh, uh, all right. All right. That's good. 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 That's a good point. Exactly. Right. That's a good point. That's the Dakota that's the is here, and she's stronger than all three of us. <laughs> So, yes, uh, you'll die, Chris. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and obviously black. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously black. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I'm what sorry. do you say, Chris? Because she's fat, she has to be black, too? Yeah, that's what I just she has bad yeah, fucked up on that one. Yeah, I apologize. I'm immediately going to apologize. She has bad blood pressure. She's a fucking product of her community, Chris, okay? Exactly. 
And she's from the slums. She's from fucking... Ha- uh, yeah. <laughs> she's from Harlem, bro, okay? Fat black woman. Oh, the Hulk destroyed Harlem. <laughs> but uh, I loved it so much. Okay, so... So, in the actual comic Civil War, this is how it ends. Um, you have... the fir- There's actually, like, there's two fights... Wait, uh, so I started. Is there multiple, just like the whole Spider Man? I mean, just like the whole Superman versus Batman, is there multiple Civil War comic books? As in the Avengers versus each other? There's like volumes, but it's one long storyline. Okay, I was, I was it making starts, sure it wasn't Okay, like so like it starts one with. One canon story is what I was looking at. It starts with a villain named Nitro. Like there's. It's a long story. Okay, so in the beginning of the Civil War comic book, there's uh, a couple of young superheroes trying to make a name for themselves. They want to be like Cap and Iron Man. And they find out there's some villains that are fucking like, basically, it's like a, it's basically like a crack house. They're trying to like attack and they have these cameras there and like, oh, we're, no, 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 don't worry about it. We're going to take them out. We're, we're, we're fucking great heroes. Like, they're so arrogant and stupid. But one of the villains there is this uh, villain named Nitro who has basically nuclear fuck. He's basically a nuclear bomb. And when they attack, he explodes, killing those heroes from the reality show. Not only that, but destroying se- like a lot of homes, and um, and an element, a couple of houses, a residential area is where this happened. So several houses and an elementary school. Well, so was he nuclear? Because if he's nuclear, that means yeah. like that whole entire area needs to fucking get the fuck yeah. away. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That warrior got got. So several, like a do, like several dozen fucking houses, as well as an elementary school, were all destroyed in the blast. That pretty much eradicates think, like three hundred miles in every direction. Think three hundred miles. But it's, it wasn't okay. Fifty miles. It in wasn't. Every yeah, it like wasn't. A nuclear warfare is still a thing, and the clouds and all. Okay. It wasn't like the strongest nuclear bomb, but it was still a, like a huge explosion. Yeah, it wasn't that an atomic bomb. They, they, right. It killed a lot of people, including fucking students at an elementary school, and that's the biggest problem: is that these kids fucking died and not only did they die it was picture terminator 2 judgment day that explosion that that sarah connor sees picture that and that's what starts the superhero registration act and that's why they're pushing towards it like like this this you gotta go into the you gotta register i guess it's the smv the superhero motor vehicle part captain america (laughs) yes power i got a shield (laughs) how are you (laughs) Hundred and three, <laughs> <laughs> and they want that. So, like, just like Tony wants in the movie, is we need to be held accountable because that wouldn't have happened if these young heroes were under our jurisdiction. We would have told them not to do it, and that never would have happened if they were under our jurisdiction. If we told them not to do it, mm. and of course, Cap is against it for the okay, same reasons. As the movie. I have to say this. I have to say this. Tony is the type of person that is only doing this so he can shift blame. He's not doing it to say, "Oh yeah." I can be held accountable. I'm Iron Man. I'm a great... Fu- no, I feel like the only reason that he's doing it is just so he's like... He's almost like he's saving well, his I own... Would, I, would, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because he, well, he doesn't want to feel bad for the scenario that he went through in the beginning. Exactly. So, of course, you would think that he wanted to... But I know, I believe he feels so bad about it that he feels like... You he's think self- that... Like, no, like- I believe he needs... His self needs to be put in check. I feel like, listen, I'm not... My actions are not accountable. Oh, no, he wants to be like... My thoughts aren't accurate. I need someone to be in control of me because of the fact that my actions were obviously wrong because of what I caused. I feel like, in a sense, he thinks he's too smart for his own good. I feel, like Steve's are, I feel like Steve's. I feel like Stevie's right, and uh, it is. It's not so much that he wants to shift the blame, but the fact that he 
doesn't want to feel the guilt. He's worried more about feeling guilty than he's about anything else. Okay, I can. can. So he's like, well, you're right in a sense. Yes. So and uh, so so really, he's on Cap's side. So really, the next Captain America, Tony's gonna go and apologize like you're right the whole time. And Cap is like, no, (laughs) like Cap has the same argument that he has in the movies of like, no, we like that is that's you're saying that this these of signing this we're taking um responsibility for our actions but i think that's it's the complete opposite we're shifting the blame if we want to take responsibility for our actions we need to say that this is us giving away our secret identities isn't going to change anything we need to be able to just be more apparent and trying to um act against collateral damage but just signing these papers isn't going to change anything it's not going to change the way things happen you're full of shit, and that's how the war starts. And there's so many more characters involved, and it's so much. And the first fight they have, Iron Man just fucking almost murders Cap. He just beats living shit out of him, and it's alluded to in the movie in that last battle at the snow base. Cap is just beating the shit out of Iron Man, and Iron Man's trying to fight back. And uh, his computer system Friday—it's an acronym. I don't know what for, but it's an acronym. And Friday oh, tell Oh, you don't know what for, huh? Friday. Well, it means for. Uh, no, I'm just. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was an acronym. I didn't know it was an acronym uh, either. That's what Jarvis is too. Um, what? But what uh, does Jarvis mean? Yeah, Friday uh, says you can't beat him hand to hand combat because Cap's too good of a fighter. Of course not. So so so, uh, so. Oh yeah, he says that's why the good thing analyze yeah. the style of fighting, which is exactly. So cool. And so she, it's literally like, oh, he's using boxing. Okay, so you're going to use Taekwondo, bro. So just kick him in the <laughs> she stomach. Goes, and she tells him, she goes, uh, pattern of attack figured out. Um, like, And she goes, all right, let's kick his ass. And she ba- he basically initiates, okay, so I know what he's going to do next. So now his suit knows what Cap is going to do and catches his shield and starts beating the shit Man, out of him. Man, that kind of fucks me up. Like, so, so, so is it, is it the AI controlling the suit through or, Tony's yeah. body or, or is, is it, it no. feeding the intelligence, yeah, feeding the feeding intelligence the, into Tony's yeah, mind exactly. nope nope it's neither it's just the suit reacting and Tony's body just being part of it so, so it's the artificial intelligence basically being in control usually usually Tony's in charge because he can make the best decisions yeah. but in situation. that situation but when he comes to this when he's getting out fought he goes Analyze his fight patterns. You got his fight patterns, so now my suit knows what he's gonna do. All right, you react. They then. learn with each other. They learn with each other. Oh, it's a symbiotic relationship. That's it. Okay. They're a part of one each other. It's a symbiotic relationship. Tony so is good. Iron Man. Iron Man is Tony. That's so good. Man, okay. The so and that is, I relate Iron Man to like the outside of Iron Man. I don't relate Iron Man to the. Then you need to AI. go ahead and watch Iron Man Part Three again <laughs> to realize that Tony is Iron Man in the first fight. Cap tries to go against Iron Man. Iron Man's beating the shit out of him, and he tells Steve, he goes, give it up, Steve. This suit has recorded every fight you've ever fought. It knows what you're going to do before you do it. You have no chance. And he, and Cap is like, like basically, I could do this all day. And he keeps fighting. He's keeping his ass kicked, and he's fucking losing. He almost dies, and he gets rescued by his like followers. And then in the second fight, they fucking hit Iron Man with a fucking... Uh, EMP, I think it is, oh, to fuck up his computer yeah. system. And then Cap just starts beating the shit out of him. At the end of the comic, 
Um, they're in the middle of the streets in public, and he's beating the shit out of um, Iron Man. Iron Man loses his helmet, and he uses like his little arc reactor to try and shoot like those beams out of his hands, but it's just hitting Cap's shield, and it's not doing anything. Cap tackles him, starts beating the shit out of his chest, beating the shit out of his suit, and then with like he's about to deliver the killing blow. He has his shield in hand. He's reached up. He's about to shove it into Tony's face and murder Tony. He's about to die. And right at that moment, before he can kill Tony, firefighters, cops, and regular citizens jump in and tackle Cap. Hmm. They stop him from killing Tony. They tell him no. And in that exact moment, Cap realizes this whole time that he's been wrong. That what the people want, what the people of our country, what the people of the world really want is the Registration Act. And he gives up. He succeeds, and he decides to sign the acts. No! That's crazy! But at least he accords, at least he agrees with the people because he is, he is Captain America. He's gonna go what the people want. He's fighting for these citizens. So it's like, that's, that's crazy that, like, that character arc. That's a character arc in the fucking comic, which is beautiful. I, why didn't they do it in the show? Yeah, that's what I was. Why didn't? Because that's such a good next. character that's, arc. That's, way that's maybe, maybe they're gonna do it in the next one. Maybe they're gonna do it in actually Captain Captain but America. They already have their thing. The next one. Maybe they might do it in Ragnarok. And he's smiling right now because he's pissing us off because he knows and it's making us mad. He got mad earlier. No, we're mad because fuck Abby. This is bullshit. Why is this happening the way that we wanted, Abby? Why are Why are Chris and I happy? Why are you happy? Hey, I was happy. I was happy. Oh, Chris, you're not happy. You're lying to yourself. <laughs> okay. You're playing the Captain America right now. You're full of bullshit and lies. You're an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. No character arc. I'm so upset. You're not that tight. Cap's not so that tight. I'm so upset right now. Okay, you want to know why? Whatever, Andy. <laughs> At the end of the comic book storyline, Cap is assassinated. No! no what? Way. Ruin the whole comic book series for me just now. Like you're I mean, ever gonna read it. Spoiler alert! How about that, huh? <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. You're so wait, a piece hold on. Of shit. They actually ended the Cap storyline. Cap is shot. His shield and his persona is taken up by Falcon, but he is murdered. And in that, Tony is staring at his dead body, saying, and questioning himself again, saying, "I failed." And it goes right back to the same question. It's not solved. Um, and Which is I, why it's not solved in the movie because they skipped that. But they like exactly. it's not a solved issue. You don't want to kill off Chris Evans. You don't. You don't just kill off. Chris He's Evans. your selling point. But wait, for the movie purposes. Are you telling me he was supposed to be killed in this movie? Like according to the comics? That's, and well, that's the lore. But I feel like okay, he was sold as the Chris supposed Evans. Why would they kill him off in the comic books? That like I'm having a more hard time figuring out the comic book angle than the fucking movie. Because angle. I he, like I said, he gives up. He realizes. That the people want a certain thing. So there's no and him, this is him giving into what he thinks the people want. He surrenders and cops have him handcuffed. He doesn't fight. He's walking up the steps of a courthouse and he's like, this is it. I'm just done. And he gets assassinated by I think it's Bullseye. Shoots him with a sniper through the head and murders him. And it's basically meant to symbolize just like – it can mean, it can mean a million – you take it any way you want really – but part, what I took out of it, out of the story, was the fact that there is no real right answer. Even the writers don't 
have the answer because they're both guys came into this question black and white. That's that's funny that you said that because that that was gonna be my rebuttal to what you just said. I was like, oh, basically what you're gonna say is there's no black and white in the world right now that we live in. It's gray. Everything's fucking gray. exactly. This this story was written huh. pretty recently. Like it's not that long ago. The story was written. It's in the 2000s. This, this story was written. Holy the Civil Wars. The yeah, Civil the comic Wars? was no written in, way. in the, in the that, 2000s. The original. The original yes, Civil yes. War. What the fuck? Um, Congratulations to the writer for getting something did, pushed uh, to the, the Civil War writers. Did, did, uh, really. the, did the movie writers like were they like tight? Do you know? With uh, the comic writers? Yeah. I'm actually really not sure. I know that they're fans. Hmm. That's all I know, though. Yeah, and because and I anybody think, can I follow think up the storyline. Anybody movie, can follow the lore by being a writer. Anybody. They can take up the next Well, and story you can line. follow the lore by by um going over the comics and analyzing and everything. But yeah. I think there was something to this movie that makes me want to go off of the line that they were in cahoots with the original writers. I think they did a really good job. What Batman and V Superman failed to do is they did a good job of living up to the ideals of the story they were adapting. Like I said, Batman v Superman was basically an adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns, and they delivered the action, but not the questions. Hmm. They didn't ask the same questions, and they didn't give an answer to any of them. They just showed you the action. Civil War asked the important question, and they tried whatever they could to answer it, and just like the comic, they did leave it kind of gray. Yeah, they failed You're left to the thinking, question, which is amazing. Well, look what you did, Cap. They realized, like, they, like I said before, is you finally saw fully Cap's flaws in that he's willing to betray all these other people just for Bucky. That he didn't give a fuck that uh, Rhodey so, is can... fucking paralyzed and Cap doesn't really give a shit and ask about it. I can sympathize with Cap, man. So I, do I. I, I, can, I can, I'm I can... still Team Cap. Oh, I'm still I'm, I'm Team Cap all day. Team Cap all day. Team Iron sounds cool, okay, let's wrap but it Team up. Cap is the one. Let's Sorry, wrap it Team up. Cap. He already he already ended the Cap combo. There's no need. No, I did. I got okay. 30 more minutes no, of Cap. Do your Cap off. I'm kidding. Fuck you. Same Batman voice. Come back. No Batman voice. No Batman voice. Do the whole song in Batman voice. Come with me to be Batman. Over the young Robin. To the library. To the library, Alfred. Come with me to be Batman. Over the young Rachel. Rachel. By the hands of libraries. Alfred. <laughs> so this week we're gonna fuck all of our listeners up and fuck Stevie. <laughs> fuck all of our listeners. <laughs> fuck Stevie's suggestion. Fuck everybody's suggestion. We're gonna hear Batman's suggestion. Batman, go ahead. Okay, you guys. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not gonna do it. No, nope, I'm really gonna skip that. <laughs> I gotta seriously. No. Hebrews. Hebrews. It's, it's a totally good book suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. Okay, so I, uh, Adney, I actually have a book suggestion, and you probably know exactly what I'm going to say. Probably. It's the Civil War comic storyline. Um, you can buy it for like fucking 10 bucks at Amazon, the entire storyline in one fucking book. Um, as much as I love the movie, I have really nothing bad to say about the movie except for the fact that Cap didn't have sex with Bucky as only Chris Which happens in the comic book if you read the fucking storyline. <laughs> okay, so... Throw them all faggots. Just a heads up, Bucky. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh! 
foreshadowed earlier. Shots Just a heads I was just foreshadowing from Bucky is not in the comic version. Um... No way. It starts. Wait, like that, I, like I, feel I like said, that's gonna whoa, fuck whoa, people up. You just up. fucked me up, dude. You just fucked me I up. I said so earlier in this podcast. I wasn't listening to you earlier in the podcast. <laughs> the reason why the Civil War starts, but um, as great as the movie was, as much emotion they put in it, as much reason, as much build up, all the great things they do in that movie, I still believe there's more emotion and there's more tragedy. In the actual storyline, if you read it, um, there's a little bit more added to it. Of course, there's a lot more fucking characters. All your favorite Marvel characters are in this storyline, and they all have a purpose. Sides get changed. There's a lot of back and forth, and uh, most importantly, it's the ending that just hits home really fucking hard. It's a very short. It's very short read. It's not. A typical like book. I mean, it'll take you maybe two days to read the thing. It's very quick, and there's so much in it that I I can't suggest it enough. It's an incredible storyline. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I I'm I even told Abby when the mics were off. I was like, dude, give it to me, hand it to me. I mean, roommate, I haven't even fucking read it. I've wanted to read this, and I've wanted to also read The Dark Knight Returns so much. That is the greatest. Story ever written. Period. Yeah. So those. Yeah. Let me read it. And and hold on before you end us. Um, the Dark Knight Rises was also written by the same guy who wrote the Dark Knight. No. Whoa. Whoa. No. No. We're the, the, okay. I'm totally trying. What I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, were all three stories written at least by the same guy? Like talking about the movies. Yeah. The movies, and what you're saying is the comics stop the, Okay, so the, those three movies with Christian Bale as Batman were all written by Christopher and Jonathan Nolan. And his and brother. And I just said Christopher and Jonathan. Oh, my bad. You would know I, if I, you I were said, sitting there playing your stupid fucking I thought he said guitar. middle names. I, said he, I thought he said Christopher, Jonathan, Nolan. That's what, yeah, well, maybe next time don't play your guitar and then you, you'll... Anyways, the two of them wrote those three fucking movies together. <laughs> Taking certain elements from the comics, okay, and then of course we have Batman v Superman, where Zack Snyder took, like basically it was a fucking almost an adaptation of the Dark Knight Returns in certain respects, but he forgot the most important things. He took the aesthetic from it. He took the cool action sequences from I it, see that, yeah. but he didn't take the actual story arc or, or the emotion or anything. Yes, yeah. the depth. The depth wasn't in the movie. The emotion wasn't in the movie. The storyline was in the movie. And that's what kind of, like, people think it's going to be silly and stupid. Like, oh, I'm not going to read the fucking comic book. But if you actually did read The Dark Knight Returns, it actually came in uh, four different comics. But you can buy it all as one. Hmm. The Dark Knight Returns is by like, Frank Miller. It's like your holy grail. Issued in 1987 Miller, is that's not only the best Batman storyline, but saying, like, the best comic storyline, period. And I would argue one of the greatest works in literary history. <laughs> 